to infinity and beyond! And here we go. It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. Man, you come right out of a comic book. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerdist New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, a.k.a. Mephisto's son-in-law, uh, with my co-hosts. Oh, uh, yeah, this is Eli, a.k.a. Eli D2. Yeah, don't go to sleep, Eli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're back with another episode, and this is number 200, and we brought some some colleagues with us, some uh, acquaintances with us. Let's get this out the way. Let's blow everybody up. Nope, not that. that. Okay, so, like I said, we got a uh, Clifford movie down here just because, you know, it's actually Gomez. Hey, Gomez. I mean, we're, we're all his site, so we just <laughs> you know. All right, so like I said, we're gonna go around the room. Like I said, we got a biggest extravaganza, biggest show we ever had, and you know me, you know Eli. Let's go with Gomer, Ryan Gomer. Introduce yourself, Gomer, for a second. Uh, I'm Gomer, aka Cicada Daddy. They are coming. <laughs> Get ready. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, I just I do I a show you, on. You, you only came out every seventy years or something. That's right. That's right. I only come out to have sex every 17 years. Okay. <laughs> uh, now I'm just on uh, hanging out TGIC on the same channels. So yeah, search out rightgeekery.com. There's a bunch of links. That's me. Yep. He, he runs the sites that we're on right now. So that's why I decided to move him up to the front. Uh, and also, Thank we got to do this also because we got to have that because he is even he's a white guy but he has the best afro on the podcast so i don't know how i feel about it <laughs> let me stop that before i get flagged anyway most y'all aren't even trying most y'all aren't even trying i tried no i tried i couldn't get it going so i just gave up after a while that's Man. crazy it's my oh. one claim to fame <laughs> i have their envy now <laughs> hey, Cliff, I had to show you that. Now you feel how I feel. <laughs> Man. Okay. Wow. Now we also got Cliff. Go ahead and Cliff, introduce yourself. Uh, oh, the, the tribunal. You got to introduce yourself as tribunal. Hey, <laughs> hey uh, Cliff Wynn, a.k.a. the living tribunal of uh, old school comics. Uh, love these guys. Love this show. My second time, and I'm not cooking. So, <laughs> well, one of my favorite moments. We expect you to cook. So, it's one of my favorite moments in Congo Bullies history. It's like, hey, what's that noise? Like, I'm cooking fish, dude. I about, I about wrecked. I'm listening to my car. I about wrecked. Well, I was hoping you were gonna do like a tutorial. Like, Gordon <laughs> I was gonna here. plug you in here. I was gonna be like, this is sponsored by Cliff's Fish Fry. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I do have some wings I can throw on later. <laughs> okay cool we'll go for that so why is he called the tribunal one because he has eyes in the back of his head two he's probably not wearing pants right now so there we go well, let's go to you the next one <laughs> we don't want to know i'm trying not to get flagged don't don't, don't demonetize <laughs> all right let's go to fat t of geek savs uh like i said we have a geek sav reunion this is not everybody uh, this is like a small portion because if it was, it'd be a mosh pit and I'd be run out of here. So <laughs> go ahead and introduce yourself, Fat T. Yeah, I'm Travis. I'm Eli's baby brother, Geeksad Fat T. 
AKA Fat Turok, the dinosaur hunter. There we go. <laughs> oh, so, so you like Turok. Okay. Yeah. Because he's he like man Turok from the yeah. podcast. Yeah, he's on the, the list of yeah. Will Smith and Star Wars. No, like, I know. I know. I've, I've been watching y'all. I've been watching y'all. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, and before we forget, we want to make sure we want to give a shout out to Mob Boss because we also got yes. packages. We don't know what's in the packages. So what's in uh, the box? When we yeah. do open, we're gonna open it at the end of the podcast. We're gonna see what reveal what it is. We don't know. He's the only person that knows, and I'm pretty sure he's watching or he'll watch later on and we we'll figure out what we go from there. So excited. I guess we could just jump into it. Like I said, we got eight for some reason. This is like the most topics we've ever had and all these people on here. So normally, me and Eli like fish for shit and shit just kept popping up over and over and over again. So let's start off with the beginning. We're just going to jump into it. Let's talk about this Warner Brothers thing, this Warner Brothers media thing. Ray okay. Fisher, he did it. Ray Fisher won. He, he took down, down one of the biggest media companies in the world <laughs> by himself. I say Gal Gadot had about 60, 40. <laughs> yeah, yeah I kind of I think it was the white lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How can so, he do that? You know, he got so. into hot water right after that too, man. He's Twitter, always she canceled uh, on Twitter. Oh, but that's because of the Israel look. Yeah, Israel, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, they've always canceled her. Yeah. Uh oh, who is that? Oh, me. sorry about that. Oh, cool. He's Don't sharing, worry, about it. we're gonna go for that. Okay, yeah, so share, like, yeah, look at, man. I'm trying. Yeah, to I need to share the show out myself. Yeah, yeah, I shared it to some groups. I shared it around. Okay, it should be out. Anyway, main, main thing I want to talk about that. So, what does that mean? It's not as big a deal as everybody think it is. I'm gonna blow myself up because there's too many people here. Okay, so the main <laughs> thing about the deal, I'm gonna bring you guys back in. The main thing about the deal is that it's actually not as big a deal as everybody think it is. Uh, Discovery, they're basically dumping Warner Media over to Discovery, but it's only like Discovery only bought like 29% of the shares for like what 43 billion dollars or something, something, something crazy. On the crazy. So it's not as big a deal as everybody think it is. They bought the media. They still own 71% of all the stuff. So HBO, Max, DC Comics. That's that's crazy. Discovery, the same people that own Lifetime and E-Network owns Batman, Superman, and Sex in the City. So Batman, that, naked and afraid. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's coming. It's coming. We're waiting Top for the crossover. Batmobile. King oh, Shark Week. King Shark Week. There you oh, go. Oh, there you go. That would, I would watch that. Batman versus <laughs> Shark. That's going to happen. So, in real life, <laughs> anybody else got anything to say about it? Like I said, it's not a really big deal as I thought it was going to be, but yeah. you know. The two companies but, together spent $20 billion a year on content. That's more than Disney and Netflix. And that's what all this is about. We can thank Marvel Comics for this happening because without Marvel Comics, you wouldn't have the MCU. Without the MCU, Disney Plus would not be having the success that they're having with their television shows. And I mean, Amazon and Netflix proved the point, but Disney showed how to do it right. And AT&T is a phone company, dude. What the hell do they know about creative stuff? You know? Well, I mean, Nothing. we can we can talk about this. Like the fact that, like I said, it's a comic podcast. So ignore all the HBO Max and all this. Like, even though we can talk about HBO Max also, let's talk about DC Comics. AT&T yeah. had an effect on DC Comics. Directly. We did, yeah. Directly. We didn't know if they were just going to just get rid of the DC Comics line. Like, get rid of comic books altogether because they already started bringing in, like, TV writers, movie writers to the comics. Uh, yeah. The whole 5G reboot, that was DC. That was Dan Didio kissing AT&T's ass. 5G, 5G networks, stuff like that. Ooh, yeah. don't get rid of us. They fired him anyway, you know. Yeah. So they did that, changed it, a reboot to something else. Uh, and now AT&T is dumping them off. And I think a lot of it has to do with HBO Max. I think HBO Max is not keeping up with everybody else. Well, they don't have any content. 
Exactly. They stole HBO all of DCU's content, and they still can't make a book off the thing. <laughs> well, because D- nobody's <laughs> watching DCU content. That's the thing. So well, it's like it you took it for no reason. You know, it, it doesn't know. So Harley Quinn was pretty, pretty, pretty good. So. Uh, Titans, you know, people love Titans. Uh, the Swamp Thing show, people love the hell out of that. Well, they well, fucked with the Doom? Swamp Thing. They, they did. Fucked they fucked with thing. the Swamp Thing. That was AT. That was specifically on AT and T. Exactly. Not getting a tax break. Yep. That's yep, what they were yep. worried about. Uh, but you I don't know, know. Hamada's out looking for jobs now, from what I heard. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Hamada. He actually did this shit all before AT and T hit. He yeah. got me too. He yeah. knew he was going, so he knew his last quarter he was getting fired. That's that whole Justice League shit. He was like, I don't care what condition Justice, it's in. Justice League. The Justice League version. Yeah. I don't care what condition it's in. I don't care how bad it is. I don't care if it's unfinished. Put the shit out so I can get my bonus before they fire my ass. Exactly. That's the whole thing why that shit happened. Yeah. So, which is which terrible, which is just another example why these folks are not good at creative stuff. You know what I mean? When your bonus relies on something that isn't creative in nature, there's going to be a problem. Now, I'm not saying Discovery is going to be the end-all, be-all, fix-it. What was the biggest thing they had last year? Uh, Mario Lopez playing, uh, you know, Kentucky Fried Chicken, Colonel Sanders? That was the biggest thing they had. I I, I I didn't watch it. I didn't watch (laughs) it. I'm just saying. (laughs) But I'm saying, that's who owns Batman. That's who owns Batman now. I know. It's weird, dude. It's weird. (laughs) But, but are we get? That's what I'm wondering. Are we getting another app, or is it going to be Discovery Bo or something? Well, Discovery right now, <laughs> right now, Disney. I don't know if anybody knows this. If you have Disney Plus, you also have access to like thousands of hours of National Geographic content. I don't see why this should be any different. Just add the Discovery content to the already existing platforms, and just be done with it. And have HBO Max be the one stop shop for all of this stuff. You know, Warner Media. But yeah. thing, a lot of people are getting HBO Max for free right now because will, of the AT&T deal. I'm very worried about that because I am right. one of those people. Will that keep going? That's the thing. Will that I, I hope so because it's going to be hard for me to keep an HBO Max subscription. That's the thing. If you had to pay for HBO Max, would you keep that thing? Because it's more expensive than everybody else other than maybe Netflix. It's twice the price of Disney+. Plus. It's more than Peacock or whatever the hell that shit is. Oh, can't even think about the other one. What the fuck? Okay, yeah, yeah, we got Rhythm Falls and and (laughs) WrestleMania. We got WrestleMania also. So yeah. (laughs) I watched I watched some wrestling on on Peacock just this past week, actually. In case y'all don't know, Bobby Lashley is the man. (laughs) I didn't I didn't get that far in it. All I know is that I saw that shit, the Miz was got ate by a zombie. I was like, I'm done. That's all right. Yeah, that that <laughs> that was the that stinker shit. of the freaking night, man. That that was I don't know what this be high, man. <laughs> hey, I'll give you a shout out I, to R.I.P. New Jack. We'll just throw that in there. Oh yeah. Oh man, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, New Jack said some shit in the nineties that was just awesome. There's a uh, <laughs> there's a dark side of the ring on him. That's one of the best ones from that first season. Uh, I but I mean, you haven't even that. touched on the video game side of this, Leroy. There's uh, oh, no, the, the, the video game side is actually screwed up right now. It's they, it, they it, it might was not screwed even, up before this, mer- this merge. Before this yeah. year, because they don't know if the video game side is going over with everybody else. They so, don't know what's happening. Yeah. The last I heard of it, uh, the gaming arm will stay with AT&T and some will go to the new company. Right. There's so 11 includes, different studios, dude. We're talking the Arkham games, uh, Harry man, Potter games. Mortal that, Kombat. Mortal Kombat. I mean... Yeah. It's weird, man. So I don't know. But again, thank thank Stan Lee and Jack Kirby for all of this. 
<laughs> it's true. It all goes back to them. We always blame them for something. All right, let's keep <laughs> moving on past this. All right. Uh, you know what? I'm going to think I'm going to start off with you on this because I think this is your wheelhouse right here. Oh, so man. we're going to talk about the Snake Eyes. Origin oh, we just want to jump in because all right now i know you said you hated this you said it sucked but i want to know why does it suck i mean it just looked this like it looks to me to be the bayification of gi joe it wasn't that already michael bay <laughs> well i mean it was but this is the last the last chance that the transformers movies had to do something quality was thousand times better than anything michael bay did uh just the first five minutes of the bumblebee movie is better than anything michael bay did but at least that movie you know was entertaining and had its at least a foot in uh the original source material you know the toys and those cartoons and that's those sort of themes and why is snake eyes talking Snake Eyes don't talk. Why is he it's, his or, it's his origin. It's before the car accident. Or the I don't get it. I don't. I don't want. I don't want that. I don't want. <laughs> Snake Snake that's my thing. So Marvel origin. can do whatever the hell they want to with the source material, and we, you know, we kiss their feet. But when they do some shit like this, now we're just jumping on it. You know, jumping on it <laughs> because whoa, it's, whoa. it's the, the difference. Because it's the inherent feeling of the character. Okay, the tone, the character itself. You know what I mean. What if they give you Captain America and he's not wearing red, white, and blue? Or what if they give you Tony Stark and he's wearing an armor that is all purple? That those those things have happened in the comics. Those that is from the source material. But he's still but, at the ninja. He's still training to be a ninja, though. That's, or Wolverine with no power. Yeah, yeah. I don't that's know, man. It, it looks like a good martial arts movie. Yeah, I thought and it looked like a classic. What yeah. people. It looked like John Wick. That's like another John Wick movie. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Like I don't know why you got to slap GI yeah, Joe I'll, label on it. <laughs> so okay, so right. what are we? What are we expecting from a Snake Eyes GI Joe movie? So he's not supposed to talk. Uh, that's that's right. what I'm hearing. Not, supposed, not to supposed to talk. He's supposed to uh, fuck Scarlet. No, I don't. Know. Yeah, she's no. in the movie. She's in the movie. <laughs> she's in the movie. But yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't want a, a Snake Eyes movie if I'm getting a GI Joe movie. I and want a GI Joe. That's, movie. that's my point. So we're complaining about what we don't want, but we don't know what we want. That's that's no. What that's I, what I want. I want just a. All right. I, the reason I'm saying the reason I'm saying because I almost feel like yeah. it's like a Mortal Kombat movie that just came. Noir, out. Snake Eyes. <laughs> it, gave, it gave you everything you wanted, and people still complained about it. No, I what, I like the the Mortal yeah. Kombat movie for what it was. I'll probably like this I'll for like what it was. But if I'm if I'm the executive producer of the GI Joe movie, I'm not doing a, a Snake Eyes movie. But he's the most popular character. He's boring though. It don't matter. He's boring. He's boring as hell. Yeah, he's boring if he doesn't talk for 90 minutes. Yes. That's what I mean. So they have to they have to completely change the character just to make this interesting. That's why I would stay away from him as a character. Some characters aren't going to translate well. And I don't I don't know, man. They could probably do a a I mean, no talking. It could be or it could I mean it's supposed to be origin. It could be him training at the ninja. Zartan shows up and kills his master, blames it on Storm Shadow or whatever the fuck happened back then. That that and, did happen at one point. That happened that, at one point. And all that shit, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It looked like G. a Fast Joe and the Furious. Yeah. G.I. Yeah. Joe 26 and 27. He's a blonde white guy who was in a chopper. Oh, a shit. Line ruptured. Yeah. Blew his yeah. fucking face off. Yeah. Scarred, his, scarred his vocal cords, which is why he doesn't talk. Storm Shadow and Stalker were with him in Vietnam. Storm Shadow convinced him to go to Japan to heal. 
He's waiting on his family. They get killed in the car wreck, Eli, not him. Yeah. Yeah, his family got there uh, Yeah, I remember it was a car wreck, yeah. But that he sounds like a, a good helicopter. Okay, so you, know the helicopter. you know the lore. You know the lore. Cliff is right in the movie. <laughs> right. Like everybody's saying what they don't want. Cliff is just saying, no, here's your screenplay right here. He's right. That's exactly. And he can talk through the first 30 minutes. And I was always yeah. wondering, wasn't Snake Eyes white? Because his parents were white. Yeah, he's like, a white yeah. guy. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what race he, changing he, everybody he, nowadays. Really <laughs> complain about that. But you know what? But you know, it, the, I don't. The, the thing with the race change and the gender change, the people they're appealing to haven't supported this damn industry. Yeah, the five of us have. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of the at the end of the day, we're the we're the geeks. We're the bullies who know comic books, and all this stuff comes from comic books. If they made a Harry Potter movie, and all of a sudden Harry Potter is Puerto Rican, yeah, people would lose their shit. They would. I'd laugh my ass off. You know, but it would be yeah, I would laugh at that. I'd go see it. <laughs> but I mean, I know why they do it, though, because right, everybody give a talks shit about, about it. You're right, though, but he's right. I don't give a shit about Harry Potter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But right. everybody so talks we'll see about it. <laughs> That's what gets people talking on the internet, good or bad. There's no such thing as bad press. So if they're going to do something, it's in their best interest to do something that's going to piss some people off and then make other people extremely happy. There's no middle ground anymore. You know what I mean? You that's where we're at. I guess that's, my that's thing what, is like what, what I go ahead. Go ahead, Eli. Oh, what I was thinking, what I'm what I'm getting sick of is the setting up of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're gonna use this to set up some more movies. What if this movie bombs and we don't get we don't get to those other movies yeah. and we get a shitty snake eyes movie because they were a they, problem with they, that. Yeah. Yeah, because I got a problem with that in yeah. all of fandom, man. A lot of times people, when they're talking about anything, a comic book, a, a TV show, they're not actually like critiquing what they actually consumed. They're critiquing what they consumed in terms of what is going to come next. Well, there, yeah. where's this going to lead? And I'm like, man, what? Do, right. Like, where they are you They critique going? the last five minutes. Yeah, where the hell are you going? Right. Why don't you, you just – we're someplace. Why don't you enjoy where you were? Uh like but, like yeah, not, know, spoiler, spoiler alert i'm gonna spoil the uh re- when that without remorse movie uh the yeah. michael b jordan movie just came out on amazon it sucked trash sucked ass <laughs> but people are excited about it because the last five minutes spoiler alert it teased rainbow, rainbow six rainbow six so they're thinking it, oh it's gonna be the greatest movie ever because they're gonna tease rainbow oh, six really? but you just gave us a shit ass movie exactly so if yeah. you give us a shit movie <laughs> right. with rainbow six in it i'm not gonna yeah. want to see that shit Why don't is that you just already make rainbow six movie yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. is that already a shared universe because of the john krasinski show no I, i'm not think i don't think so because i think not the because office. john because not, john clark was that would be the, dope dude, jim, went, the the jim goes and joins rainbow six and shit because i think because <laughs> i think that same character was in the the uh john Cravinci uh tv show and i think he got killed off mm. but he's a white guy in that you know mm. like i said race change he was a white guy in all yeah. those rainbow six novels and stuff like that yeah. but and in the Harrison Ford movies, like he was Willem Dafoe in that movie, you know. Now he's Michael B. Jordan, so yeah. whatever. Mm. So anyway, mm. next next topic. You, you put me up on something because I did not know that. All I know is that it was a shit movie. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan plays the same character ever since he got killed on the wire. He's the same guy. Yeah. Every movie. Yeah. I mean, every big leading man actor plays the same guy. Honestly, what's the same true. guy in every movie? It's, it's true. Sylvester Stallone. But that's what you pay for. You want to see 
That guy, yeah. Stallone, in blah blah blah. Tom no. Cruise used to go out of his way to be somebody Stallone else. Now he just Poe. he just he's bought into it. He's the same guy in every damn movie. Because he gets paid more now yeah. than he did in A Few Good Men, yeah. or whatever the fuck that movie. Keanu Reeves literally is himself in every movie, he's even, in a, even, even in, in a comic book. Even in a comic book, he's the same guy. Yeah, it's Keanu freaking Reeves. It's weird, dude. It's weird. Oh man, next time we've been on this topic too All long. Right. Uh, Eli, you this may be your thing. Uh, the Venom. Oh, is it my thing? Trailer. Okay. You asked for it. I, I I figured everyone was talking about it. <laughs> well, if it's my I mean, thing, they, I said, I yeah, then I'm like gonna the be the first movie. to shit on it. Yeah, this this thing looks like shit. <laughs> I mean, the first movie looked like shit. I didn't care about that movie, so it's just like eh, it was like whatever. So it looks like more of that. Even though Andy Serkis is doing it, uh, Woody Harrison will be fun because he's fun in every movie. Yeah, but. It looks like another shit movie, just like the first one is. I don't know why people are excited about this. I don't know why we have a a Venom franchise. Like, do we need this? Why is Venom cracking jokes with the lady at the thrift store or at the grocery store? What, the what cookie, is going cook, on with that? Yeah, the Cookie Monster voice. Oh, he's singing singing that song and shit. Serious for Cookie or whatever he was singing. <laughs> oh, was so you like, went way deep in this trailer than I did. I, I just saw it. it. I was like, nope. I just watched it once, and that's what I remember was Venom singing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Oh man, man don't pass that. fuck that movie. Uh, it'll probably make a billion dollars anyway. Oh, yeah, for like sure. Because that. that's, that's when I was like, Y'all really like that first movie? And everybody was like, No, I really like the movie. The movie's all like, No, nah, this movie fucking sucked, man. But that's just me. I like it. Didn't you like it? T liked it. I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> I mean, I just Venom. I mean, I'm a grew up a Venom fan. Venom jumping around doing Venom shit. You know, I wish there was blood. If this one has blood in it. Hey, you know, it won't. It probably it won't. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Even though it has yeah, I mean, carnage in there. Yeah. Like carnage like, is the bad guy in this. It's supposed to be like mass murders and shit like that. You carnage know? is in the title. Yeah, carnage, which is blood and all that shit, is in the title, yeah. but they'll be bloodless. It'll be carnage. Venom Venom bit a guy's hand off, and there was no blood in the first movie. I don't know yeah. how he does that. Like, okay, he cauterized the wound same time. I guess I don't know. And that's what <laughs> make that's what I wish they would have did if they went total. Be and can't be like the Hellboy movie, which I thought was dope. I don't give a. Fuck. I thought it was dope but, too. Heavy yeah, metal Hellboy. It, yeah, yes. it was just gory, violent, over the top violence. If they did with the fun. Venom movies, I I'd be all over it. But yeah. they didn't do that. They they just missed out. It was like I mean, it should close, feel but, like that B schlock movie. It should feel like yeah. that, but it just doesn't. It doesn't go as far as it should. So yeah. so this will be yeah, the same they, way. So they need whatever. to push it, and they don't. So yeah. Then they got Probably Morbius shot. coming out. A, a PG thirteen vampire. I forgot movie. all about that movie. Yeah, still, it's still a thing. It's a PG thirteen vampire movie. That's to tell you yeah. everything you want. So. It's Jared Leto. He'll carry uh, it. Yeah, I, you say so. I don't. I'm like whatever. <laughs> <that guy. laughs> anyway, moving on past that. Yeah, move past Jared. Leto. All right, Cliff. This is one that you were talking about. We're gonna talk about bitter root now. This is actually a thing. Now, and, and you like you talk about this also because you've been talking oh, yeah. about this every single episode. You've been talking yeah. about this. That we're gonna talk about Regina King. Uh, she is the one that they've helmed to direct Bitter Brew, which is an image comic, which is, like I said, uh, who's the writer? David F. Walker? And yeah. Chuck Sanford Brown. Sanford Green, and Chuck, Chuck Brown, right. I think. Yeah, there's a few. There's, there's a whole team of, of writers on it. Right, so pretty much a, a, a black creative team that's making mm-hmm. this, and that's what we're getting right now. And I'm pretty sure it's coming to theaters. It's not going to be like an Amazon TV show or anything like this. It's coming to theaters. Regina King just, uh, I think she won an Oscar for her last movie, or uh, something big. That one she got night in Miami, right? Yeah, she got, she nominated, got nominated. I'm pretty sure she didn't yeah. win, otherwise, yeah. it'd be a big deal. There. Cliff, have you seen One Night in Miami? Yes, sir. 
It's okay. cool. Yeah. It's a cool movie too. Yeah, I, I thought it. I thought it was very well done. Regina King is is just tremendous to me in front of in front of and behind the camera. Mm-hmm. Ever and, since you know, Brenda in two two seven, we knew she was going to be a thing. <laughs> and and the fact that she brought uh, Riley to life and oh, Huey, Boondocks. she did both. She did oh, Huey, yeah. Huey and Riley. Yep. Yeah, she bought him. You ever seen her do? You ever seen her do it real life? Man, that is creepy, ain't it? (laughs) It's creepy as hell watching her do the the Boondocks voices in real life because she thinks she don't like uh, Jimmy Kimball or something like that. But I was like, wow, she like I said, she's talented as hell. So the fact that she's bringing this to life, she's doing bitter root. She's gonna kill it, and that's the thing. Like I said, when we're worried about you know whether or not we're going to, we should be supporting bitter root. That's the thing that we should get behind because, like I said, it's a comic series uh by black directors made by black creators writers and artists instead of supporting black superman why is this even a thing i'm just i'm just saying i don't care if he's going to be valzad i don't care if he's going to be uh president superman why is it a thing superman has you been white why, why you know why it's a thing leroy break break it down for because, me why is it a thing? all right let me, i'm about to put my my malcolm hat on all right hold up let me, uh, let me get you in there <laughs> all right the reason people want a black Superman is because they don't understand. They're hypersensitive. They think that everything black must be supported. You don't support trash. I don't care who it is. Nobody cares about Val Zod. Nobody cares about Calvin Ellis. Superman is Kal-El from Krypton, not Kal-El Jenkins from Watts. Okay? <laughs> he is Clark Kent from Smallville, Kansas, which is a pseudo for Topeka, which I have lived in. Trust me, I would want to go to Metropolis too. But <laughs> they don't want, they, they just say they want stuff. You know, like, it's it's the same thing. If if you, if black people got as, as obsessed about black Superman as they did about black crime, inner city black crime, then we wouldn't have as much. You know, it's just, we're hypersensitive. Our culture is hypersensitive. You know, we don't even know what we're yelling about. You know, they, T'Challa. Oh, you can't recast T'Challa. Yes, you can. <laughs> you know, you recast James Bond, you recast Superman, you recast Batman, you can recast T'Challa. It's the same thing. People, black people are too hypersensitive and they think that, you know, having a black Superman will make them feel better and make their taxes go through and their marriage work and all that. <laughs> and half of them don't even read comics. <laughs> Now go let ahead. me let me uh let me counterpoint that. I agree with everything you go said. Ahead, go ahead. How, however, we're not the ones doing this. We're not no, the ones no, in the this, executive room. JJ Abrams? Black Superman. It's JJ Abrams yeah. doing this shit. It's Josh yeah. Sweet next for this shit. You know, yeah. those are the people asking for this shit, saying since we can't make a white Superman work, let's make a black Superman move because black Black Panther made all this money. Uh, into the Spider Verse made all this money. Uh, they just did all this with with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, making him Captain America to make money. Let's just, what what do we have? Let's make Superman work. And just, if we just make him black, it'll sell. It doesn't work like that. Well, we just won't. It. You just you, right. I, I pretty much you said, said that. Right you, yeah. you said you said it right the first time. I, what I find offensive is that it's always a group of white guys sitting around telling us what we need. We didn't ask for black Superman. Natives too. That's our yeah. problem too. We got That's that true. same shit. <laughs> I'll, take another, I'll take another angle. This might be even worse. As a I white mean. guy, I think this is not pandering to the black community. This is pandering to the white community. This is trying to. Is. This is trying to. 
It's guilt. It's fun. It's oh, guilt. Okay, man. break it down for me, Gomez. I, I didn't even see dude. that angle. I didn't see that angle. Break it's, it. Okay. Like we like we originally started this conversation, Bitterroot, created by people of color, directed by people of color, written by people of color. Nothing in this at all is anything that anybody can gripe about. Okay. And like I said earlier, because they love promotion, whether it's positive or negative, that's why they want to do a black Superman. Because they know just as many people are going to love it as are going to hate it. And that so gives you, them free promotion. So and they are literally mean, pandering to the people who are going to support this based on their – like Cliff was breaking down, based on their twisted idea of what actual representation and equality should be. So, uh, so and that's not what, what it saying, should be. So basically what you're saying, this is going to be a 90% of Rotten Tomato before people even see the movie. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. Without They're going to see it and be like, well, I'm scared to say I don't like exactly. it, so just give it uh, exactly. a pass a score. And that's so. not to say that a black Superman doesn't work. A black Superman does work. You want to do a Flashpoint movie and have an Earth 2 and have a bunch of different Supermans in there and then have one of them be the president Superman from, what, Earth 4 or whatever he's from? That works. Wait, but, no, nah, the way they're doing this, the and even the way they announced it, you know, hey, we're doing uh, – a black Superman. Oh, and Ta-Nehisi Coates is involved. You know who knows Ta-Nehisi Coates? White urban people who listen to NPR. That's who <laughs> right. they know who Ta-Nehisi I was like, how did he get in so good with so many people? Exactly, Something isn't right about dude, this. Exactly. I'm not taking anything away from the guy. He's awesome. But the reason they chose him is because the white folks who listen to NPR know who he is. Cliff is always, it's always one. It's always one chosen one. They can't let two in the room. That's imagine exactly, imagine dude, Dr. Umar exactly. writing a, a black Superman movie. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you you know you know who should write the black Superman movie? The same guy who did Luke Cage, Cheeto. Cheeto. Honestly, Cheeto here's my thing about the black Superman or the, the black or native or woman anything. What I see with these corporations doing. Now, can a black Superman movie work or black Superman work? It can. Like I said, we've seen race change character work. Nick Fury works just fine. Miles Morales probably more popular than Peter Parker right now. But here's the problem. When they make these characters... They just prop them up for a little while when they need a sales boost. And then when the sales level back down what they were before, they switch back to the white character it was before. Nobody remembers uh, Asian Hulk that was in the comics. You know, totally awesome. I'm going to show he was a thing that just went away. Uh, Woman Thor, she was there, then went away. Riri Williams was there, went away. She'll come back for a while. But like I said, we we went through this wave a second ago. And that's the thing that the companies don't get. You just can't have a mascot in a gimmick and just show up and then just disappear when you want to. If you're going to make these characters, develop these characters. Give them a book. Give them a series. Give them a TV show. Don't just prop them up. Just do it. like the, Because when you do that, you do shit like that Wonder Girl, the Brazilian Wonder Woman they were going to have. See, they only made her to sell as a CW show. CW like, nah. So that should tell you something that CW said no. That should tell you that shit we're going to yeah. suck to begin with. So Yeah. Um, let's let's t- actually talk about Bitterroot, how awesome it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, Superman. Yeah, fuck Okay. Man, Last is, thing you did was talk about Bitterroot because, yeah. like I said, I made this meme. It didn't take off. It's probably one of the worst, uh, the lowest deal means. I don't care. I like it. Fuck yeah, it. I got it. I, had to explain <laughs> it I know what you're people. talking about. It's a lot of people. I think it got lost in translation, <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm going to explain it. I'm going to just let it go and just see what happens. You know. <laughs> but let's talk about Bitterroot. Okay. Well, I can't. You, you, that's, well, that's well, yeah, I'm, I'm the only one who. Well, I, you read it, Gomer. Cliff, I read, you read it. it. Yeah, it's great. It's I'm, not as, like, wo- uh, I'm not as woke as you, Eli. So. It's sort of like Ghostbusters. <laughs> I think of it as like a an Evil Dead with like like a socially 
political Evil Dead, yeah. almost, you know. Um, which is yeah, the, right. I mean, Evil Dead is like one of my favorite movies of all time, and it is. It's just just like a this family of of uh, monster slayers, demon slayers, in in nineteen uh, twenties Harlem, you know. And these demons are are uh, they feed on hatred and bigotry, so they're like racist demons, you know, feeding on all the racist the racism at the time. And um, I think it's great, uh, and it deals with all these, you know all these timely issues that we're still dealing with now, but in a cool way, using horror and monsters to, to deal with it. And I, it's, it, this book is one of my favorite books right now. So yeah, I am stoked for the movie. Um, I hope Regina King does a good job with it. Cause you know, I know she's only directed dramas and I, I, because I'm a horror guy, I want this to be a horror movie, like push the horror as much as you can, you know, uh, Ernest Dickerson, I think, would do a good job directing this shit, too, because he's done Bones and he's done Walking Dead shit. So, you know, or what's her face? Uh, Cassie, the chick who did Ease By You. She's done some horror, you know. But I, I hope I, I hope Regina King does a good job, you know. <laughs> I want it to be a horror movie, you know. So, okay. Like I said, I'm, I'm saying this is the thing we should be getting excited for. This thing we should be hyping up. This is the thing we should be telling Hollywood we want. If they give us this, they'll start digging in. They might give us Milestone. You want a black Superman? Give us Icon. Exactly. That, yeah. That's a billion-dollar movie they're sitting on right now that won't do anything. Give us a John Stewart movie. We just talked about, like I said, we we understand Greenland used to be a white guy. We understand Hal Jordan and Guy Gardner. Blood Syndicate movie right now? Woo. That, that, no. I mean, that would be <laughs> awesome, but that would never happen. Yeah. <laughs> that would, that, now, if they see that, I'm seeing that shit four times in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't I see in this in this in. climate. I don't see a. I don't even see a blood syndicate comic coming back. No, that's why. You, that's <laughs> why you need like an Indian maker. That's that's why we need like you know uh, you know Van Peoples back. Someone like Van Peoples was back in the day. You know, sweet. sweet he got shit. kicked out because he kept doing a controversial. Yeah, that's shit. what I'm saying. Like he, we need somebody with balls that'll you know you know that'll 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 do it himself and you know you know a bunch of independent backers. You know how like how Spike Lee. Got everybody to donate to Malcolm X when Warner Brothers. We're talking about shit about Warner Brothers again. Pulled mm -hmm. the funding. That's good as that. You know, six one six man. I wonder where the hell now. you were. Six one six man. Like, did he leave us? <laughs> he's, he's the only he one who's up at. Yeah, he yeah. Might be up right. Early. Two o'clock in the morning. Six one six man. Hell yeah, I agree with that shit. <laughs> they like, well, Ashley Leroy. It was in two seventeen. <laughs> oh man, but where were we? But yeah, like I said, Eli. I'm one of the days. I'm gonna read Bitterroot. I know you've been getting on my ass about that. I'm gonna wait till the series is finished. We completed. almost, yeah, we almost had David F. Walker on the show. He actually messaged me and was like interested in getting on the show and doing a doing an interview and stuff. But then we, he kind of he, he's not making it up. It. He sent me he sent me the text. Yeah, I saw it. I um, agree on it. This was back during the pandemic when nothing was yeah. going on. He was all he was down to do an interview, and I was all excited and and then but then it kind of fell through. So. You know, maybe he was like, maybe, yeah, just hit me back, and then left us on red the rest of the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe we need to. We should have got Big Willie to get him or something. <laughs> if, he, if Big Willie gets David F. Walker, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but he probably would get him. That's the fucked up part about it. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, Q Boy takes part of it. What do we got next? We got like a ton of shit we got to get through. Let me oh, see. Wow. Oh, okay, Fatty, you're up. 
You ready? Right. Okay, look, let him cracking his knuckles. <laughs> <Do it again. laughs> All right, here we go. So, like I said, even though this is a comic book podcast, we talk about nerd shit and geek shit. The next thing we're going to talk about is a sitcom. Why are we talking about a sitcom? Because we don't give a fuck. We talk about what the hell we want to on the show. And we want to talk about a sitcom that is on an exclusive uh, subscription network called Peacock, which is, of course, uh, NBC, and it is Rutherford Hall. Now, if you listen to this podcast, at least last two, three episodes, we've been talking about it, but we decided to bring that T on because yeah. this is a monumental thing. And I think I'm talking too much about it because I because this is <laughs> this is y'all shit. So you I think I should have... <laughs> I did see it. I'm, I'm a, like I said, I'm going to jump and put my two cents in it also because I got some things I want to say about it also. But this is a monumental moment because we finally have a mostly Native American sitcom. Eli, I remember before even this podcast, before the other podcast that Goma shut down. Thank you for that, Goma. <laughs> Everything <laughs> worked CBI. out. Everything, Everything worked out. out. <laughs> uh, called CBI. And you said you haven't made it until you get a Native American sitcom. You said you would never see that in a day. And like I said, this is this 100% what you was asking for? No. Ed Helms is still the star. It's but close. it's at least... It's, it's he's a great villain. Close. Ed Helms plays a great villain. Is he? Uh, now, and I'm going to turn it over to you, Eli, because we're we, we going to talk about that. Before we go, to, let's go to the call and see what we got. Uh, Miles, so cinema, you, that would be, that'll be great, 616, be man. So That's great. what we need. Uh, now, Eli, I'm going to let you take over. Uh, in fact, T, I'm going I'm to sit the fuck back. This, this well, that, T, you, you, you actually this were the watching Geeks this before me. moment. Yeah. Yeah, this this was something like I didn't even really trust in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even I was worried going into it. You know what I mean? I just saw the, the little trailers for it or whatever. But as soon as I as soon as I put it on and um, it was actually really good. P, uh, P, it's on Peacock app and the whole Ed Helms. Uh, I forget his character, uh, John Rutherford or what's his name? Nathan. Nathan, Nathan, Nathan Rutherford. Re- yeah. re- you know the reason I remember that? Because Nathan B. Forrest was the in, uh, the founder of the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. So like Nathan B. Forrest, Nathan Rutherford, is that a thing? Oh, shit. Maybe. <laughs> y'all, y'all he, was the, he, was the, he was the guy that brought whiteness to Rutherford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, that's not, yeah. that's not an accident. I'm sorry, it's not. You guys laugh. There's statues of, of that dude in like state houses all across the South. Okay? Oh, yeah. I know. It's know. weird, dude. I believe Leroy's it. was like, oh, yeah, no, y'all don't understand. That shit's. Yeah, it's crazy. It's and what's crazy. fucked up is that all those statues made in the 60s. They yeah, weren't yeah. like in the 1800s when he was doing his thing. They made in the 60s when they were trying to stop people for discouraging from civil rights. You know. Anyway, Rutherford Falls. Yeah. Yeah, so it's about the in the beginning with the with the statue of the the first Rutherford who took of the town, you know. And his statue's right in the middle of the street and they're trying they're talking about moving it like, you know, with the whole what's going on today with people moving moving statues or whatever, you know, so it has that kind of tone to it. <clears throat> but uh, Nathan Rutherford has a problem with it. You know, it's uh, part of his history and culture. It's his and heritage. It's not Heri- his, his yeah. heritage. His heritage, exactly. He's like the town mascot. He's, you know, he's, uh, uh, he pushes the family history. Like, like his family founded that, quote unquote, founded the town. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and that's kind of like his deal. He runs a museum and, you know, pushes the Rutherford history of the town. Meanwhile, this town is right next to a, a reservation. And um, and it's been the whole show is basically uh, him and his friend. His friend is Regan, this native woman who's who's also into her cultural history. And she's trying to do a, a native museum. And it's just them kind of uh, clashing. It's all about the culture clashing and, you know. Um, and 
in the end, it's about history. About it's about it's a, it's a look at American history and how it's, it's done very you know, well, and how it's been whitewashed and you know and um and homogenized and 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 you know falsely written. And we take a look at these two perspectives, and uh, yeah. Um, I thought no, it was yeah. really funny. Yeah, I, and it was really funny. <laughs> yeah, it's actually they kept it real as far as the native perspective. You know, um, I guess the showrunner—I forget her name. I know Eli knows. Um, you oh, know, I'm I, not. I forget her I'm name not. Too. I'm not into all the details and stuff. You know, I'm more of less just I watch the shit and I really like it or I don't like it. You know, and I'll shit on it. But. Uh, <clears throat> As far as the native perspective goes, the shit keeps it real, you know. The the, the um the perspective, the native perspective. Um, some of the uh one of the writers, you know, I went to high school with, you know, he's yes. he's a uh, uh, uh Bobby Wilson. He went, he was in a um he's he's the one of the, the uh casino, you know, jokesters, or whatever. Him and that one, the female, you he's know, in the fourteen ninety ones. Yeah, he's in the fourteen ninety ones. That shit's you know. awesome, dude. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, they're hilarious. Dallas, like we know, yeah, Dallas and Bobby, we know the, they're from our res, actually. Bobby's from Sisson, you know. Yeah. So we know we know those cats. That's who <laughs> you should interview for your show. <laughs> oh, we try. Actually, if you go, I got a documentary I made on Dakota language and Dakota culture. Dallas mm -hmm. is in it. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Back when I was yeah. trying yeah, to do too. video work and shit. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Like I said, Nat, I'm gonna just jump in and say something about it. Here's the thing. Let me talk about Terry for a second. Yes, Terry yes, is one of the most Terry. interesting characters I've seen in in TV shows in a while. He's like amazing. a native Lex Luthor. He's amazing. You don't but know, not really. But not really. Not... <laughs> Dude, the one like scene... a villain. I mean, you, yeah. like, you don't know if he's a villain or a hero. But there's a scene where he's at a lacrosse game and his son is done, and he's like, "Hey, here's forty bucks. Go buy your friend a new lacrosse stick. Just tell him we had a, an extra one." <laughs> I was like, "Oh wait, this dude isn't a bad guy. Hold on, he, no. that's like, he's not a bad guy. He wants what but, what's owed him. Exactly. He it's not that he's taking. Community. He's taking yeah. back what came from him. And the funny thing, he flipped on him when he went to casino and he saw what because there's certain lines he won't cross." Like yeah. he sees how every other casino was like doing like native mascot stuff like that and mm -hmm. cashing in on it. He was like, yeah. if I do that, I'm going to. Fight. It's almost like like if I did like a minstrel store or some shit like that, you know, dress up in blackface stuff like that, trying to make money. But he's like, I can't cross that line. Yeah. So, but what he did was genius. I won't be the mascot, but I'll make Nathan the mascot. Dude. That's why at the yeah. end he had him doing the pilgrimage, started doing churning the butter. He was like, I'm gonna make money off you. That shit the same nice. way you guys make money <laughs> off me, and that's and that's no and, that and butter you, reference was not accidental, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Nathan was like, "I'm not a clown. I'm my my history should be accurate and all this shit." And Regan's like, "What do you think he doesn't even get it? Yeah, that's been happening yeah. to our people for like from the get go since y'all yeah. came here and shit. Yeah, you know, and that's what. Yeah, Indeed. I mean, I yeah Terry's character when they that episode four is now classic to me. That's when T, yeah, because he T watched it before me, and he actually called me. He's like, "Dude, you gotta see episode four, because yeah. you know you'll see." And that speech, that speech that's the one because, when he when he cut, when he cut the uh, tape off. He yeah. was like, "Let me let me talk to you directly." I was like, "Oh yeah. shit, yeah. yeah, yeah." That's like everything every native's been saying for decades, for hundreds of years. That he he summed everything up in just that speech, and I was yeah. like, "Fuck yeah, you know yeah. this guy's my this guy's my fucking hero." 
You know, yeah. and that's the thing. Like that's the thing. It the show is so so well written that a character like Terry, depending on your point of view, could be depended as a hero or I think villain. That's the point. Yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. the point because I said Ed Helms is a great villain from a certain point of view. He's yeah. not the villain. He's the hero. He's the protagonist. He's the yeah. victim. No, I'm, he's I'm playing about... the victim. He is not a victim, though. Oh, he's definitely playing the victim. But the thing yeah. is, a lot of stuff that's happening to him, he doesn't get it. I think a lot of people will feel for him. Because the thing yeah. is, when the show first starts off, it's all about him. Thank like, you, we think this show is about Ed Helms. And then when it goes deeper into it, it's like, oh, it's really not about him. So the more, and, it, and the thing is, if you really pay attention to the show, he keeps getting himself in fucked up situations purposely. You know, yeah. he can't can himself in a podcast. He keeps saying stupid shit in front of a reporter. And who gets him out of trouble every single time? Regan. Regan. Yeah. Every well, single the, time and, she cleans up his mess. And the and the white billionaires who, you know, have his back. And, and the white billionaires. They fuck him but, over too. Well, <laughs> they I mean, throw him yeah, under the bus but, in a minute, you know. But that's the, that's the point too, is like Nathan is so naive and so wanting to hold on to that old fairy tale of American history. And it, that it didn't just even falling. exist. And it's falling apart on him. That's what this show is about. That all that that myth of American history of his family being these noble pilgrims that helped the natives. This like Thanksgiving fairy tale bullshit. And it was it was just all bullshit, you know. Yeah. And uh, that that's what it was. And Terry, that's what I loved about it is he's using the system put in place by white folks to take his shit back. And that's why I called him yeah. Native Killmonger. That's why yeah. I called him Killmonger. <laughs> he he took the tools that the colonizers used and used it against them. That's well, how he, he just learned everything he learned, they did. He learned that system it, when he's selling lemonade as a boy. And he's like, hey, and the owner of the like pastry store is like, hey, you can sell these day-old you know, brownies the next day. What's he do with his profits? He goes and buys his own brownie mix. And he's and making goes, his own. And, and, and then That's goes a and huge point. Yeah. yeah, and then and he it, goes and sells the brownies in front of the hair salons. I'm not going to sell it on his property and all that shit. Yes, I'm right. going to go sell yeah. it somewhere else. You know, so he learned he learned the tricks. He learned the he, he learns capital. He yeah. becomes a capitalist. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, so we we hate capitalists in pretty much every single form of media. But even though Terry is the same thing, that's why he's that. When, well, when the victims can area. use yeah. when the victims of the system can use the system to get back at the oppressors, then yes, the system you know will shine a light on the system at that point but and i think this is what's going to happen in season two they're going to turn that system back around they're going to change the system because that's what those in power do i hope they do get a season oh they they definitely will uh Uh, okay but the one thing that i go ahead uh the one thing that i really uh care about terry for is is that yes all the capitalism he uses their own game against them but he holds strong on to his values, you know, his traditional heritage, his heritage values, which do can withstand the right. test of time. He's not tap dancing. Yeah. He's not shucking and jiving. Yeah. And he's yeah. not, and he's not crapping on his own family the way the billionaire corporation forced Nathan to say that statement, dis- basically disavowing himself from his own family. Right. Yeah, Terry would never ask anybody in his community to do that. But even with this daughter, he's like, good. "Hey, you could you could sell your beadwork for a lot of money." And you know, even though she doesn't want to, he still supports her, and he still goes and bu- goes to the you know the craft store and buys her beads and all that. You know, yeah. Um, I like that ending, yeah. the sound garden and shit. I love. Yeah, I love oh, yeah. When he's playing yeah. The yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love that. Now, shit, for me, man. for me, this show, I got some questions. Okay, forgive me. This show is kind of like Atlanta for me. Uh, white men can't jump. I can listen to Jimmy, but I can't hear Jimmy, you know? So 
like the corn and fur scene when Nathan brings, oh, here's what I owe you. Dude, I found that so offensive that they made a joke out of that. Okay. I thought this was uh, funny. We already touched on the tribal capitalism. I love that idea. That's basically socialism, democratic socialism. Yeah. Uh, for the, for the whole. Exactly, Not, yeah, dude. For the whole. Uh, but uh, they make up the name of a tribe. The Minnetonka, I think Minnesonka. they call it. Minnetonka. Minnetonka. is out here. That's like yeah, exactly, exactly. That's in that's, that's in purple rain. That's in purple rain. That's where I got. Yeah. yeah. So is yeah. this inclusion by exclusion? It's not. You know right. what I mean? It is. What well, it is. here's the thing, I, and I listened to the interview of the creator and why yeah. she, why they decided to make up a fictional tribe. I mean, it's. Ba- I mean, you can tell this is probably. Upstate New York or the Northeast, yeah. some some sort of Iroquois Mohawk. They were, you know, it sounded like he Terry was speaking Mohawk in that yeah, one it did. scene. Wow. It um, did. So, That's awesome. but the reason why they they um they made up this tribe is because the, there is no Rutherford Falls, the town. It's a fictional town, and okay. they just well we'll just name the you know we'll we'll come up with this fictional tribe because she used to work at the Smithsonian. This the creator of the show, and she worked on the Native American exhibit. And one day, a bunch of white kids came in asking about Twilight and that tribe oh. and all the werewolf shit. Oh, and, what, shit. And, okay. and and she's like, oh, uh, well, they don't really have any of that crap. There is no werewolves in that tribe. You know, so she had to. So, <laughs> you know, they didn't want to name an actual tribe and have all this, you know, and, and sort of, you know, mislead the public knowledge sure. of what what's what this tribe does and you know so because yeah, yeah i mean that's what the the writer of twilight did she's like oh i need a town in washington oh and there's a native tribe i'm going to use that tribe and now that tribe's associated with werewolves now you know yeah. <laughs> so that's what they didn't want to do they want to like cool. we're just going to make up this tribe it's probably based on iroquois the mohawk or somebody up, up around probably that a area. Mi- a mishmash, probably. I yeah, yeah. and um, It's like Wakanda, yeah. when you just throw a whole bunch of, you know, tribal the, here yeah. and cultures yeah. in, the, in a blender. you know, in, Inclusion by exclusion. Yeah, yeah, but the sustenance is there. The people are exactly. real. You know, yeah, that shit's all can, real. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that was to- like that whole thing with the res when she he, he takes uh, uh, Regan <laughs> back to the res and no one likes her and they got her yeah. doing chores. I was like, holy shit. Now, here's the that thing, Eli. So I never weird. would have understood that un- until you broke that down for me like a couple years ago. I'm like, oh, damn. So when I saw her playing on TV, I'm like, damn, that's exactly how it Eli said that shit would play out. <laughs> yeah, they got to do that because that's what happens. You go back to the res and go over to aunties or uncle so and go ha- help them haul this or move that for nope. yeah, yeah right away they got you they put you yeah. to work right away and dude yeah. the part <laughs> the part where uh reagan is in the museum and the elder comes in and says you've done such a great job here I, i'm envious of that sort of shit dude yeah you know what i mean white when people the don't elder, have shit like that the elder gives you know says some real shit the know? respect yeah. for elders <laughs> gives you yeah. recognition yeah that yes. hasn't been a thing for white people since like the 50s dude you no know what I mean? and that, that's that's a big thing for natives is we you know we cherish our the, the old people because they're full of knowledge and yeah. we don't put them you know when we can we don't put them in homes and we don't shun them and you know you know all that so 
Talking we try ball. to keep him yeah. around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Boogie, don't do that. Don't do that, Boogie. Yeah. I'm sorry, Gomer. You got to go. <laughs> Gomer's cool, man. I like Gomer, man. <laughs> yeah, whatever, Boogie. <laughs> the Boogie's watching baseball. If this tell you how his podcasts are going, okay? He's watching fucking baseball. Oh, man. His college p- football podcast is doing better numbers than this one. Oh, right dude, it does you. 10 times better than any show right. I've ever done. Ever done. <laughs> On your site. That's yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to need you to that. <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm going to check out show. Man, I haven't, check it out, I haven't seen it. It, it's it's one more thing I want to talk about. One of my favorite episodes was the cancel culture episode. Yeah, it broke yeah, down yeah. cancel culture so well yeah. because they did it, and but they couldn't do the talent show because every time they dug into the the background of these people, they kept doing fucked up shit. You know, <laughs> yeah. one dude was wearing blackface. You know, the other chick was you know plagiarizing. And, yeah. and but it started bringing up a point. It was like, when the point do you stop worrying about what? The, who the person is and just worry about the art. You know, it's yeah. that it's that line yeah. you gotta walk. You know, then and people start walking. About, yeah, I still listen to ignition from R. Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you still watch Annie Hall. She's like, I'm allowed one problematic movie. And she's like, <laughs> right. Like, I know yeah, so, we don't like Cosby, but can I still like a different world? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. I like that it it, it brings up all these issues. <laughs> this is fucked up. Man. It's I'm, true. I'm, I'm screen. I'm screenshotting this shit. I'm screenshotting. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's all for greedy purposes, selfish purposes. Yeah, we're all, we're I wish white people there. loved old people just like y'all did. Damn it. Yeah. Not me, man. I'm young, all, man. We're all a bunch of fucking old motherfuckers. Damn it. They need to follow y'all. the comics. Y'all know. Y'all know. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Y'all Burn know. Boomer's gonna hear this and be like, "Hey, you're still in my act." Yeah. <laughs> you got some okay, Boomer? Because they're oh, hilarious yeah. too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Shout out to Big Willie. He, he want to jump on, but he's uh, interviewing somebody right now. Yeah. So always, of course he, yeah. he's yeah, always Walker, always yeah. interviewing somebody. <laughs> But just change his podcast Falls, show yeah. to IHOP, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but just but what I love about Rutherford Falls is it tackles all these current issues that we're dealing with without being all preachy and shit. There's, yeah. It's still funny. They make light of everything. They make. They it definitely, doesn't tell you how to think. Yes, yes. Yeah. It just like lays it all out there and it makes you make up your own mind. You know, it's not lecturing us. It's not preaching us. And that's what I dug about it. And it could have. It really could have. And I'm glad it didn't. So Because yeah. the way the show is written, some people come away thinking Nathan is a victim and Terry is a villain. Some people think Terry is the hero because he stood up for his people and Nathan is just a dumbass. <laughs> that just kept yeah. getting himself in the situation. But really, it's kind of like real life where everybody's just a little bit of everything. You yeah. know? That too. They're not just yeah. two-dimensional characters. right? Yeah. And the fact that it's natives, that we're seeing natives actually be humanized and being like sitting around you know having dinner and you know you know the the kid arguing with his parents and we're just seeing native humanity native happiness native we never seen that shit ever you know it's always you know we're always the sidekick or the you know this it's this show shatters all the stereotypes Mm -hmm. you know okay boomer to a yeah. Uh, young enough to be see that the boomer and the gen x is a weird we're, we're in that great area where you don't know what's a boomer what's a millennial what what's younger than a millennial because the millennials a millennial. are like apparently millennials are in millennial. their 40s now so i thought you were gen x you were 80 no, no, 82 i'm a, i'm a millennial technically 
Oh, yeah, I don't buy into any of that bullshit. Oh, I don't so know. You, I so, you eat, so you eat Tide Pods and all this shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an elder millennial, though. I'm an elder millennial. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't right. even I don't know what a Tide Pod is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> That's just too expensive, man. We do uh, uh like, <laughs> got Dollar Tree, whatever that Dollar Tree is. Yeah, right. <laughs> we got oh, it's not, it's not I'm joy, chicken, bro. It's joy, joy whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but anything else we got to say on Relative Falls or oh, like I said, oh, we, we, yeah. Oh, one of my favorite episodes was, uh, or one of my favorite scenes was that where uh, that drunk, that drunken dude wanted to uh, wrestle Nathan. In, oh, in yeah, the yeah. cabin, man, that whole oh, episode was fun. That whole episode no. was funny as fuck. Man. Yeah, and that shit was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when he said like yeah. the, the, the podcaster, yeah, he was yeah. like, "Can you edit this podcast? Edit? All we do is just throw illegal music on this shit, and just throw it up there, and just call it a day." I'm like, I'm pissed off with how accurate that shit was. <laughs> He's like, to the pod, to the podcast studio, and it's just like the couch. Yeah, he just go to, to the couch. <laughs> Yeah, man, that shit was hilarious, man. Yeah, but he's like oh. this racist. He's like this racist bigot that he was trying to like have him and get endorsed by, and yeah. But, and no. that's the thing because Nathan was so oblivious to everything that was going on. He didn't realize he was empowering bigots with you know trying to keep the statue up. Yeah, you know he didn't even yeah, understand yeah. that. Yeah, you're the yeah. one that brought whiteness. The Rutherfords brought whiteness to the town. <laughs> First like, white baby. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah. Um, and he's like. Uh, it's not a source of pride, though. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> Can you edit out white babies? Yeah. <laughs> I like oh. Nathan, man. I, I thought it was funny. That one part where uh, Regan says to Terry, Nathan's like this little beluga whale or that little baleen whale or whatever, and, and you're this shark swimming through the water. You know what I mean? And I don't know. That shit was hilarious to me because I can just yeah. picture it. You know, he's soft <laughs> or whatever. You know what I mean? Or, uh, saying, mate, another scene with Terry when he was with that lawyer. That oh, first yeah. year, oh, lawyer, he ripped that lawyer apart, man. That shit was funny because you could tell that Terry didn't know the guy. It's like he did; he didn't do any research on it. He just looked at him and yeah. knew everything about him. He knew that he was a trust fund baby. He knew that his uncle or his daddy or somebody was there. He knew he had a DUI. That lawyer was like, "Man, <laughs> get me the fuck out of here!" <laughs> and like next time, and Terry like, "Bring your real people yeah. next time to come." But see then, you. <laughs> but then the show shows you because the scene right after that is his like his executive assistant who's cleaning up the M&M's, who says, yeah, they'd probably be really mad if they knew you just gave away $3 million. He's like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, they would be. You he go was like, ahead. Let's, let's keep that between <laughs> you us. You know? Yeah, so yeah, it keeps everybody grounded, you know? Yeah. It keeps everybody so what the hell is a Zoomer? Again, that actress, she's from, you know, Gunawage, from where, where Fat where I'm from. from. Where yeah. his dad lives and shit. Um, she's always in these dramatic roles and, you know, these sob, native sob stories. She, being this bubbly dingbat you know yeah. it was nice to see that yeah, yeah. i don't even know if she's a dingbat i think she just sort of hides her intelligence maybe a little bit yeah. i don't know she, Again, she wasn't listening to anything terry was saying yeah. like, are you writing this yeah. down he like shit yeah, but even terry like michael gray eyes he's always in all these dramas and you know so it's 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 cool for us to see like these natives flexing their range or they're saying this comedic dialogue and being funny you know, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah, I mean, it it shouldn't be this like groundbreaking thing, but somehow it is, you know. So. Yeah. 
the the part where he's like, "How much would you buy this for?" You know, he puts that the journalist on, you know, on edge. You know, that yeah. scene. Yeah. I like that scene yeah. too. He's like, "Say you go into whatever store and you you just got done having this wine and and then how he's and then how the journalist was like, "Wow, that's like oddly accurate or or whatever." You know, like, <laughs> that shit was funny to me, man. I like that shit. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So like I said, a lot of people, uh, whoever's watching this podcast, definitely the Peacock Network. Go watch Rutherford Falls funny show like i said the first technically native american sitcom you know yeah. it's not fully there are white people in it but it's, it's okay close. it's close first, yeah. close close enough first yeah. three yeah. episodes are free and then there's a free trial seven day free trial so yeah you got so, nothing to lose yeah yeah, yeah so hopefully peacock will give us some kind of you know kickback for you know promoting them because we're doing a better job promoting them than they're promoting themselves so. <laughs> yeah right yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's move to the next part of the podcast all right uh, this is for Eli and Gomer. This is for you two. Because oh, now we're going to move to the video game section. Because I don't know what the fuck Why? this is. I'm talking. Why am I talking about uh, video games? Because you, you brought it in there. <laughs> T, T, I got you next. I got you next. Right. But I, whatever I, I just, the hell. This was funny. I don't know. Oh, well, I, I don't even know what this is. What, what oh, is this? Pokemon. The Pokemon Remember, because you posted it too. Target though. and Walmart banning Pokemon and like Magic the Gathering cards. There's some fights or something. Or... Okay, so so what happened? Yeah. What? What? Okay. What? You gotta you know break this down. I, I don't know what the hell happened. Who's this YouTuber turned UFC pretty boy? Jake Paul, Logan Paul. Paul he loves. Logan. He loves these cards. He bought like Pokemon card and made a big deal out of it. And I've what I have heard is that it's is part popular. of this revitalization, this revival in collectible cards being a mass effect, <laughs> a big thing again. Math, yes, I got to get mass effect. I will review that shit hopefully next week. So. But yeah, cards are back in, man. And somebody got stabbed, I guess, in in a. Target. Okay, back, back it up, back it up. So you saying because this Logan Paul YouTube? Not the one all that because of Logan Paul. Okay. I'm not going to give him that much. I know he's Logan, an Logan Paul so, ain't the UFC either. Fuck him, man. Hey, what? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. We he knocked somebody the fuck out. That's all we know. He's on yeah. YouTube. That's all we know. Yeah. Last I heard, he drove over some turtle eggs on the beach on a closed beach. <laughs> so that's all he over the wrist. popping up in my news feeds, man. I can't, I can't stand him. I you don't can't, even know who hey, he is, yeah. really. He's part of the uh, zeitgeist, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, so. cards are hot again, man. And this isn't going to change anything. They're still going to sell them online. Uh, this might help, like, local retailers, comic shops that sell cards get a little bit more business. But... So basically saying I should invest in Pokemon cards right I now. I wouldn't. Not not Dogecoin or whatever that shit is. No, now's not the time. Dogecoin no. like eight months ago. Pokemon uh, cards damn. like Late 30 years ago. <laughs> okay. And maybe you have some money. I did get some Hyperion cards. Let me blow you up. Let me blow you up. Let me blow you I up. Got let me some. see that. Right, so who'd you have to stab to get that? They gave them to me at my comic <laughs> shop. Oh, for damn, buying okay. Heroes Reborn number one. Here's Power cool. Princess, which is weird. But yeah, so no, I don't know. Uh, I have some of the '90s X-Men and Marvel cards. Those have really shot up in value. Okay, but... so are those the cards with like their power levels on the back, like yeah. nine for intelligence and? Yep. Okay, yep. I remember that one. Yeah. Whatever yeah. happened to the masterpieces, Marvel masterpiece? Was that still a thing? Or yeah, all that. I used, stuff, to, I used to love those, man. But I, yeah, yeah, you had a pile of that shit. Yeah, yeah, was all, all that masterpieces. Is, all of that. All that shit, stuff man. is really hot again. I don't man. know, man. I don't think okay. All right. that's Let's all move. I got. Okay. I like I said, I just wanted to find out what it is. Okay. T, you're up now. So I don't know what you, you, you want to talk about Rambo or something. Oh yeah. Just wanted to mention that I guess um COD on the on the 20th, uh Modern Warfare, 
uh, Black Ops Cold War. They're dropping uh, John McClane and Rambo on the 20th for like skins and shit. Yep, and you can play as them. So I'm I'm excited for Rambo. You know, and then <laughs> how, much, also, how much does it cost? Probably like 20 bucks. I'm guessing. Uh, you know, jeez. You know, and, but and, and but they showed pictures of them. They they look. The faces look there, but they're like really skinny. So people are talking shit about them. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but it's they're called Tweet Are you huh? getting to see their faces? I guess. I don't know. That's what's it's first person. You can't, people you get can't. to see them. People you get to people shoot just Rambo. tell you yeah. you're ugly. You oh. can't tell. You know? <laughs> it was like Call of the Dead, or yeah, Call of the Dead when you had like Danny Trejo and George Romero, yeah. and it was a Bruce Campbell. I mean, you just but heard you know their dialogue. Who I want and I need, which I would just. Mr. T. They need to put Mr. T. Oh, in there. damn! If they're doing, if like they're doing eighties, like yeah, or just eighties action yeah. hero shit. No, B. A. Rocket. They should do yeah. the whole A team, man. That's your that squad. Be okay, you have a four man squad: Hannibal, Face, Mad mm-hmm. Murdoch, B. A. Barack. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah, that would be dope, man. That would be shit, dope, you know? man. Uh, this I is don't Fortnite know. effect, isn't it? Yeah. The Fortnite effect. I hate that fucking game, man. It's first Fortnite, of all, <laughs> Fortnite's just big promotion for everything else now, isn't it? That's what they're trying to make. Call if you want to, it's for Star Wars. You want to know how Palpatine come back? Go play Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> you got a new album coming out? Yeah. Have it on Fortnite. They play Batman Begins on Fortnite one night. Yeah, yeah. that's how big this game. They're is. talking shit on Galactus being nerfed in all these books. He was nerfed in Fortnite way before. Hyperion got a hold of him. Well, what would you want to do to eat you? You you playing the game and then the game just ends and that's it. <laughs> it's weird, man. It's weird. Oh man. All right, can we on next part? Please. I want to play as uh, as fucking Galactus. <laughs> no, <laughs> you everybody. Fought Galactus. You fought Galactus. Like, like, no, yeah. that's would be cool. I want to play like like in Marvel versus Capcom. Like, why can't it be Galactus? Because you kill everybody, man. (laughs) Exactly. I had to hit you like 500 times to take off a little bit of energy on you. Hell yeah, man. But Wolverine Claws ain't doing shit to him. You know, nah, fuck that, man. Uh, Let's let's move on to the next part of the podcast. Like I said, we've been going. This is the comic bullies where we sometimes talk about comic books, and we're just going to jump into it. Eli, I'm going to let you go first because I know you have a haul, and I got one book. I thought we were talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier versus WandaVision. Ah, eh, fuck it. I don't He's got a lot on here that I didn't get. Yeah, didn't get I, honestly, I, I knew we had a full plate, so I kind of like trimmed the fat. <laughs> I thought so I, was I, all, I thought we were talking about Heroes Reborn. We are. I will. <laughs> oh, <laughs> are you talking okay. about Bad Batch or the comics? The comics? I, I got comics, I, I, okay. Yeah. All right, I mean, it's a comic book podcast. I'm going to talk about. Comics All right. Well, I, I'll we'll talk about <laughs> my, my bad. <laughs> Battle of the Bounty Hunters or War of the Bounty Hunters? Sure. I guess. Sure. Hold on, let me. Let me uh cancel coach episode hilarious indeed. i'm so see six months yeah that's right because we told 616 man about this like two weeks ago i'm glad you jumped on that 616 man yeah. all right so uh let me get you set up Eli. Kim's I, convenience. I, i'm telling you this show has brought more awesome sitcoms to me and than, nobody has watched kim convenience that show is awesome. watch kim's convenience, kim convenience. that's another one we need to it's watch really kim cool now man. kim convenience doesn't go as you know as as deep as it kim yeah. convenience is funny but yeah. they, they they go there sometimes they do go there yeah uh, like fans, like that one time when uh, Jung had it, he was trying to buy shoes, yeah. and that, that racist that guy was like racist as fuck to him. He was yeah. like, But he gave me a good deal on the shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, all right. So, which one you got? You doing? I'll do uh, War of the Bounty Hunters. I think, that, yeah, I think, that, yeah. So, oh, this is the thank, thank you, Gomer. This is, yeah. 
this is still Star Wars. So, so War of the Bounty Hunters is this big, huge event going on in the Star Wars comics. It's about like everyone trying to get Han Solo and Carbonite. I guess yeah. he's on his way to Java, or Boba Fett's got Han Solo on his way to Java, but uh, everyone's after him, so they're kind of fighting over Han Solo, um, and it's kind of bleeding over into all the other books. Uh, last week was. Was that just I think, it was an alpha. I think it's called oh, Alpha. Alpha, yeah. And then now yeah. this is the Star Wars book, but this is still prelude. And it's just about Luke and who's it? Chewie is laying there somewhere. And R2. Hey bro, and what's Studio. his name? Uh, I don't remember the Wookiee's name, but from the solo movie. That's the Wookiee that first appeared in the solo movie. Was oh, it on the. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, okay, yeah. That was you more deep than I am then. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, well, they're two, yeah. yeah, they go to the planet because in the last issue, Boba Fett entered some gladiator tournament and killed the champion and pissed off a bunch of gangsters. But then he also got robbed at Han Solo. So these other bounty hunters took the Han Solo and Carbonite, and then Luke, Leia, and Chewie—they all show up to this planet looking for him. They just missed him. Um, bunch of action happens, shootouts and all that shit. Pew pew pew. But then at the end of the issue, uh that that those bounty hunters that stole Han Solo from Boba Fett contact Luke and say, Yo, we got fucking solo if you want him or whatever. So well, that's I thought they cute. were like, Oh man, this dude's a Jedi. And then they call the Empire. Oh, that too. Yeah. Yeah. That, that so that's too. that's kind of cool. That's kind of fun. The worst yeah, part about this is we know exactly where it ends. Yes. That's with my I am thing. I am Ray Skywalker, you know that's yeah. where we know where it is. <laughs> that's my thing with, with the with the Star Wars, you know, staying inside the Skywalker saga, is we know where everything happens. We know Boba yeah. Fett's gonna get Solo back and bring him the job and all that shit. But like I said last last episode, if you're it's just not the have, destination, it's the journey. Yeah, it is. if you're gonna show Boba Fett just kicking ass, sure, why not? But you know yeah. what? This, you know, now I'm gonna go old school. Cliff, you might remember this. Let me get this stuff up. Yeah, I got an image. I got an image to share. Okay, okay. okay. Um, this remind this act this book actually reminds me of an old ass Star Wars comic I read as a kid. Um, where it had it was basically Lando and Luke doing the same shit, searching huh. for Solo. You know, and oh, yeah. similar. You know, they uh, yeah. they found like some of old Han's old crew. And they're ask, you know, asking him around and kind of searching, you know, going through the, the Star Wars underground, finding criminals and scum and villainy and all that shit. And uh, Luke doing ill-ass shit, you know, doing flips and cool-ass Jedi shit that you never saw him do in the movies, you know. So that, that's, what this, that's what this story reminded me of was this comic, this, this story. Uh-oh, so. my bad. Hold on. Get you back in there. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. They never gave Luke his due uh, until the Mandalorian did it. Because we never really saw Luke do anything but get his ass electrocuted by cities. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, really... by that time the movies were kind of, you know, ran at course, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I know that, but you know my whole thing with Star Wars is and always has been it's one of the greatest stories ever told because it's basically the it's essential. every story ever good told. <laughs> yeah. It's good versus evil. Yeah. And you don't, you know, but when they did the prequels, you know, everybody, you know, Jar Jar killed it for a lot of people. But I loved it. You know, you know I was in line in 77. 
you know. So yeah, but yeah, Luke Skywalker. Anytime I get a chance to see him whoop somebody's ass in the comic book or on TV, is just like a warm, fuzzy feeling, man. The truth. <laughs> So basically what you're telling me is that when you saw him in Mandalorian season two last episode. I will tell you exactly what I did, Leroy. (laughs) Don't tell me exactly. (laughs) No, no, no. We're gonna get kicked off. I was sitting, I have I have an oversized recliner, and I'm watching it, and I see this single X-wing flying to the docking. And I said, I said, what the Hold the fuck nope. up. And and then when the music started playing and they shifted to Grogu touching the screen, and I saw my guy in the cloak looking like death walking through, because that's what he looked like. Yep. And he started taking them doggone robots apart. I was like, I dropped about eight F bombs. I jumped yes, up bro. and down. <laughs> I was like, Yes. You know. Yeah. And when he and when he got to the end and he crushed that one. I was like, ooh, we. I can't remember. This was and like was 2 like, o'clock in the morning for everybody. So Yeah. <laughs> I was making all kinds of noise. I know my neighbors thought I was in here fucking a moose or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, I mean, I'm, you know, me and, me and Eli go back and forth about the sequels because of the way they flip-flop the sequels on me. That's, that's my only problem. I don't care nothing about Ray being a Jedi. I cared about them taking Finn and making him an absolute joke. Yeah. And they never yeah. put the, 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 the original cast on screen together. That's what made me mad. The, the, the spirit of Star Wars wasn't there. You could have killed whoever you want to, even though Han was my favorite. Yeah. But when Han died, that was like the most uneventful death. Like nobody, everybody saw that coming. Everybody. Yeah. You know, so, but. Like I say, Luke Skywalker, I hope that Disney gives him a little spinoff show about what he was doing between Return of the Jedi. Give it to Sebastian Stan, man. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, yeah. I, I was kind of disappointed when it wasn't him in right. season two Mandalorian. I was like, oh, man. Hey, looks just like him. If you, if you go back and look at it, you can see it's Mark Hamill up under the cloak because you can see his beard. Oh, they, they CGI him. Yeah, they CGI him. Yeah. Yeah. But but they miss some spots because you can see Mark Hamill's beard up under the cloak fighting. And then when he <laughs> when he pulls his hood back, he's CGI'd, you're like, okay. But I thought that was great. It, like I said, man, I I, I if I could have cried, I would have cried. <laughs> I mean, Mandalorian gave us a lot of stuff that we expected. It gave us Boba Fett actually kicking ass. Because he never did all he did was just make a phone call, chase people, and then accidentally fall into a hole in the ground. Right. Space vagina gets eaten, you know, yeah. that's about it. Yeah. So those knee rockets and I, shit. I, yeah. yeah. I want to know what made Boba change. Because the Boba that we all got was ruthless. Where did this honor Is it? come from? Did we? I don't know. <laughs> the one in the comics is kind of ruthless, man. If they're still going with the same storyline, you know. But yeah, but uh, but I'm but I'm saying, you know, when he did when he showed up on the Mandalorian, you know, he's like, hey, look at my chain code. I deserve this armor. I tell you what, you help me, you give me back my armor, I help you. And he stuck with him. Now I saw at the very end when he shot my man off the throne, I was like, oh, okay, maybe Boba ain't changed that much, you know. But I'm yeah. I'm interested in seeing it. I. You know, I'm really, 
I really, I'm a Star Wars guy. That's where my science. Star Trek and Star Wars is where I started. Before I picked up a comic book, what got me, what actually got me into science fiction and all that stuff was Nichelle Nichols, because that was the first time <laughs> I ever saw a black person that fine, first off, Ooh, as look, a little man. boy. She was tough in the city. As a little boy. <laughs> and she was not a maid. She was not a cook. She was not shuck, shucking a job. She was a lieutenant, commander, or hood. And that's what got me into science fiction. And then the next thing I saw was like the $6 million man. You know, and I was like, wow, this is cool. And then I, then it was this little show y'all might remember called Battlestar Galactica. Oh, yeah. I remember the old one. And it was, yeah. it, and it was, it was Starbuck, Apollo, and my man, Hubert Davis, as Boomer. <laughs> and that, and I was like, man, we can go to space? Nice. You know, and then you go back to Star Trek and, you know, you see the, the, the Commodores and the guy who designed the Enterprise and all that stuff. And then, of course, in the 80s, we got the coolest man in the world playing Lando Calrissian. This deal gets yeah. getting worse every time. Had a yeah. space perm and the cape, man. <laughs> and the cape? Man, the cape? Wow. Now, capes are cool. Lando was my first figure when, when Empire first came out. He was the first figure I bought because because uh, of the cape. I had a thing for capes, too. I thought capes were the shit. <laughs> was you know, cool probably because of Batman. You know, and of course Vader, and you know, but yeah, Vader had oh, a cape too, right? a, I hadn't even yeah. seen the movie yet. I hadn't even seen Empire yet, but I saw his figure. I was like, "Yo, this guy's got a cape. I'm gonna get him." Yeah, six one six man. He did want him to die. He did want him to die. I'm pretty yeah, sure as well. He actually want him to die back in uh, Empire. Yeah, you want him to die yeah. in Solo, like Kasdan. Yep. Lawrence Kasdan was writing Return of the Jedi. He's like, "Yeah, we should kill Solo in the first act." You know, but yeah, you know, you know why that movie didn't do well. Well, well, we, we know, we know why. I, why. Why do you think? But, but a lot of my opinion is, why would you make a movie about a character we already know how they're gonna end up? That's how the well, that's, that's, for me. that's Star Wars. That's man. Yeah. That's everything we we're reading right now. <laughs> yeah. That's not that, the reason. <laughs> Bad Batch is great. We know where that story is gonna end up. You know? Right. We end know where Mando's gonna end up. Yeah. Yeah. The reason uh, Solo did bad because people boycotted because of Return of the Jedi. I mean, uh, the Last Solo. Jedi. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Solo. I liked it. I like yeah. it. That's the reason they, move they moved it to a, a bad date too. You know, there's a it lot. It came of out like two weeks after Endgame and shit. And yeah, dude. There's a lot of reasons. Solo right before Deadpool yeah. too. Yeah, it had a. But shit. I like Solo. Yeah. I thought it was great. I like Rogue like One Solo. is my favorite Star Wars movie. Oh, yeah, Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One is it. awesome. Oh, so good. Okay. All right. <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> Star Wars is banned. Star Wars you know, is banned. Yeah, we can't, we no, can't no, Star Wars. Star Wars not banned. Star Wars not banned. You got you got another one, don't you? Like you got another one because we we got sidetracked. You had another. I don't have to go into High Republic. I mean, I I read that too, but no. What I was gonna say is, I actually started watching the original Star Trek series on Hulu. You know, uh huh. And I got I gotta say, Spock is the shit. (laughs) (laughs) Have you made Have you made it to Space Siege yet? Space what? Space Seed. Seed with Khan. Yeah, I already knew Goman. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I watched, yeah. They're all on Hulu. Have you watched Wolf I'm... in the Fold yet? Dude, that's great. City on the Edge so. of Forever, though, man. Come on, Eli. Yeah, you, we we live this shit. We live this shit. That's what I, I cut wa- my teeth on was Trek. I, my dad I introduced me to Trek, you know, from before I can remember. Especially the first one. 
I like the oh. first J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie. I don't know, I because I, I'm not into it that much. Sure. I thought it was cool. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go check it out. And I've just been like, you know, every couple of days I'll watch a new episode. and Or nice. uh, it's not new, but, you know, I'll watch sure. an episode of, of sure. the original series. And, yeah, I dig on Spock. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that one, the one where he, uh, with uh, Riker, where he took Riker back to the old, where Riker was all fucked up. His face was all fucked up. He took him back to that old planet and like Spock hijacked the fucking Enterprise and all that shit. It was like a two part. Oh, you talking yeah. about Pike? It was Pike. Pike. You combining shit. Yeah, Pike. Yes, Pike. Pike. That's what I meant. Hey, hey. <laughs> you, know, I know. I you never know. Right. <laughs> right. Abrams, you never know. Right. Pike. You that's know, what I meant. Shit. Not Riker. Yeah. Riker's yeah. from Captain Next Pike. Generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next Generation. Yeah, that's, yeah. Captain yeah. Pike is getting a prequel series on uh, CBS All Access, which I think is Paramount Plus now. Yeah. Uh, so that's strange new world. Yeah. I don't have that anymore. I got it for the stand and then got rid of it because the stand sucked. Wait, wait, when did we start? We never talk about Star Trek on here. I know. I thought that shit was banned too. I didn't even do it. I thought that shit was banned more than Star (laughs) Wars was. We talk about Star Trek. I didn't even do it. Discovery. Star Trek Discovery is banned. Okay, I like Discovery. Yeah, I'm not, what have you done? I like Look what you've done. I never really I got into Star Trek as a kid, so I don't know. I had the Mego. I had a Spock Mego and a Captain Kirk Mego back in It's the like day. just having Gomer <laughs> on the show just influenced everybody. I know. It's like I didn't even have to say shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Man, I love like Trek. Like you, so you thought it into existence. It just happened. Like, I love Trek. Oh, so much. Like, but, like we were to- the 200 episode. Eli has never said shit about Star Trek. And all of a sudden, in his mind, he's like, you know what? I want to watch some Star Trek. I want to start talking about Star Trek. And I started watching it. But you know what? Oh, it's, back it's to a great Dune. show. Dune, Spock. You know Dome over Spock? here like, mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. But Spock, you know how Spock is all logical? The Vulcans are all about logical and logic and no emotion. I just read Dune. The Mentats mm. are the same yeah. thing. They're human computers. Yeah. That's where that shit came from. So it all goes back to Dune. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Nice. Oh, nice. are we really going to sit on this show and you know, swing who got a bigger Matt nerve boner than the next person? Card was in My Dune. shit longer than yours. Full circle. Full circle. Yeah, Captain Picard was in the original Dune movie. It's in yeah. Dune. Yep. Yeah. Reveal, yep. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Can we get on next? Uh, can, I, yeah. can I do my comic? Do okay. <laughs> I mean, if y'all want to keep talking about Star Trek, you can go ahead. You, know, hey, you want to yeah, talk yeah. about this shitty comic? Sure, let's talk. Right. <laughs> you know what? Let's rip, this, let's, let's rip this shit apart. We're going to rip this shit apart anyway. Let me just go into it. Okay. So, like I said, the next comic, let me go ahead and get every, let me set the mood. All right. So, boom, there we go. All right. So, the next time we're going to talk about is Hero Reborn. That's what we'll be talking about Heroes Reborn. Last, the first book that we talked about. I got a little deeper into it than I think some other people did. I read into some, you know, January 6th takeover of the Capitol that happened. Did it happen? Did it not happen? Who knows? Now, I saw some stuff in this book also, Heroes Reborn number two. Now, I'm not going to tie it in to, you know, the Avengers, Black Lives Matter, nothing like that. What I do want to say is that, like I said, we're doing a Justice League. Like, basically what they're doing with Heroes Reborn, Marvel has turned into DC. Yeah. That's basically what's going on. This is the closest we're ever going to get to Secret Crisis. That's going on right now. So the book, the main character's book is Hyperion. The main thing I want to point out is all the Superman references that make his book. Because it is a shit ton of them. It's like 
almost every other. Thank you, Vernon. Thank you. They didn't want to let me talk. They want to talk about Star Trek all day. Talk about Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, let's get to it. Let's talk about it. Boom. All right. So first off, let's start. Like I said, this is uh, Hyperion. We're going to start with the book. Now, he got the same origin as Superman. But he doesn't know where he came from. And I think they changed it up in his book. Gomez, let me know if I'm correct or not. Is that he, uh, Galactus ate his home world in this universe? Whatever we're doing. Uh, they sort of allude to that, but I'm not sure. If they don't just flat out say it, but they're yeah. trying to say it. So it wasn't like his world blew up like, like Krypton did. They said there was a disaster while they're showing Galactus on the page. So it's right. easy and to he, put two and two together. And then when I he sees Galactus, he calls Galactus a galactic mass murderer. Yes. You know? yes. So I'm just going to go with that. And then it's what happened the next page. So I think. He has Damn. he feels some kind of way about he got Galactus. Beef. He had beef. Yeah, he got beef with Galactus because that's look like some shit off Invincible. You know, I haven't seen Marvel <laughs> doing this shit like that. You know? Okay. So, like I said, we're gonna go past that. Like I said, now he is a mild-mannered reporter, or not a mild-mannered reporter. Teacher. 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 He's a mild-mannered teacher. A history Martin. teacher. A history that's teacher. Yeah. History teacher. So American weird. history. American, American history. history. Yeah. So weird. Ninth yeah, because teacher, yeah. he's saying that uh, like Power Princess or Zarda should they should have a satellite in the sky, you know, like the watch that's like that. He like, no, I want to be close to America or American whatever the bullshit. You know, yeah, I never want to be that far away from America because it's the greatest country ever. Now, fuck all that. Here is the first, well, I guess the second Superman reference we get: Reed Richards from Shield Labs. So just like Star Labs, yep. and since he's Doctor Richards and he doesn't have powers, it's basically like. Uh, Dr. Mill Hamilton, because Dr. Mill Hamilton is in charge of uh, Star Labs in the Superman comics. We're going to go to that. He is saying they're using the negative zone as a prison, which is like the phantom zone in Superman uh, comics. So let's keep going. You got Ben Grimm, the thing. He's not the thing, but he keeps talking about how awesome Superman is like that. He kind of reminds me of uh, Babowski, Bibbo Babowski, mm, kind of. Sure. Uh, anybody know that? Okay, whatever. But sure. thing is, he keeps calling them big height. Yeah, they call they call him hypes. You know, they call him big hype. Big you hype, know, yeah. Yeah, you know, all this <laughs> like that. So, you know, so oh, anyway, the story was going on. Uh, he got a word that the all the criminals from the negative zone have escaped. You know, yeah. basically when they put Dr. Doom in there, they all escape. So that's what's going on right now. So basically he's going around and he just captured on here. Here is another Superman reference. The uh the Imperial Guard, we already know about the Imperial Guard, uh from the Shi'ar Empire, stuff like that. Yeah. They've always they've always been a, a allusion to the Legion of Superheroes, and and one and Hyperion solo book, which I'm not even going to bother reading. Basically, saying as a teenager he grew up as friends with the the, Hyper, the Imperial Guard. So this is another Superman reference with the Legion of Superheroes. Well, the tie-in actually makes this important because he literally murders his friends without a second thought. You know, well, well he feels bad about it. Oh, kinda. sure he does. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Oh, and <laughs> why like do they the look C like plus that? he gave to Annie for talking about Captain America? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was oh, going yeah, on with this. I remember. <laughs> yeah, they they've been infected with the brew. Who gives a I'm shit? Like, you, I, I never is, don't care about soup. Yeah, this is Super Bill O'Reilly. I'm telling. You. It is. It's, it's the uh, an alternate Superman who is alt right. Yeah. <laughs> so here's another Superman reference. Like I said, this is Mister Beyonder. Now we all know about Mister Mixio Plitnik. I may be fucking that name up, Mixoplic. but we all know who that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What it, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah Mixoplex. So he turned the people into uh, flying sharks and shit like that. But here's the thing. And he's the one that freed the, the people from the negative zone. But yeah. here's the thing. He knows the world is fake. That's why Hyperion is trying to stop him because he he's trying to make sure he doesn't expose the world's fake because every now and then we get hints that something isn't right. 
So now let's go to the Daily Bugle. And who do we have in the Daily Bugle? Hyperion's pal, Peter Parker. But not really. Okay. Peter Parker hates his guts. Right. Well, no, Peter Parker loves Hyperion. Did Hyperion you read the Shutterbug like- book? I did read Shutterbug, but he loves him. He, he keeps talking I about where's my pal. He calls him a jerk in that book. Hyperion murders Ant in that book. Are you he fucking he, this, talking about the tie-ins and shit? Yeah, that's from the tie-ins. Yeah, because oh, there were two other tie-ins. Shutterbug, so Peter Parker. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I go. I ain't doing that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Tie-ins doing all that. add <laughs> this other layer to it where everybody just kind of hates Hyperion. But in, in, well, yeah. this, in this book here, Peter Parker is saying, "That's my friend. That's my pal." Just well, he's Peter probably Parker. right in front of him. He, yeah, like I would call oh, you. Yeah, you're my friend. Asshole Superman. Yeah, you're my best friend. <laughs> so we already know he's he's Jimmy Olsen. We know that. Yeah. You know. yeah. All right. So and here's another reference because the the shrunken city of uh, Annihilus, whatever, like that. This is the shrunken city of Candor. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Candor, from yeah. from the the bottle yeah. city of Candor, that was like that. That actually and, infects Peter Parker in that tie-in, and, and Peter Parker dies a hero. Oh, oh, they actually he's say a nihilist? It. Yeah, he gets invaded by a nihilist and his he, he become he becomes a spider, oh, a no spider shit. man or a man spider or some shit. Oh, yeah, that's not, that does sound kind of cool. <laughs> now, he, now, of course, like I said, the shrunken city of Candor, we got Ultron here. This is Pimtron. This is Hank Pym. This metamorpho. Metallo? Brainiac. I think it's a combination. I think yeah. it's a combination of what we I got like here. Pimtron. Yeah. Pimtron. That's the Pimtron. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hoes at? <laughs> so that's what I'm thinking. What's going on right here? <laughs> and he crushes him. That's my nickname from now on, aka Pimtron. Pimtron three thousand. Oh, and we see the alias spider back there about to yeah. bite Peter Parker. So we know there's a he he. Uh, on that last page, when he's talking about who Hank Pym used to be, he meant how oh, Hank Pym used to be a really good Christian. That stood out. Did to he me. say that? Did he, whoa, 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 let me he go back. Did I, say I, missed that. That. I missed that. I missed that. That Hank Pym, you, he, yeah, yeah, that's on this page. Oh shit! A good Christian, a decent husband. No, Hank Pym has never been a decent husband. He was okay? a wife beater, right? But he's a wife beater. This is so a different that's universe. So. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, there, didn't, he, didn't he like of, rape somebody on their grave or some shit? Or, oh yeah, he, Hank Pym is the worst ever. Okay, so let's talk about Bishima High School. This is not a Superman reference, but we know what to talk about Sal Bishima. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, or his so we, brother wasn't his brother a Hulk artist too for a while? Well, okay, so Sal was the artist. I think John was his inker. I think. Yeah. Or one, or, or it might be vice versa. I can't remember. Yeah. But anyway, it's, it's definitely Salo. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so yeah. another Superman reference because okay, so Hyperion has locked up everybody except one person left, and that he, the person he's locked hasn't locked up yet, is teaching his class. This is probably backwards. why I, I got mad. I got mad at this book. I, I figured you would. This is where I know. I know this where you dropped it because it's Hulk. But Hulk is another reference. Hulk is Bizarro. Yeah. There's a me am Hulk, me am crazy. Yeah, yeah one. you're getting like really deep, man. Yeah, I, I'm just saying that's a, I, 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 before they even show Hulk, I was like, whoever they're about to show now, this is this is Bizarro. So the and then here's the thing: Hulk calls Hyperion Hyperman. <laughs> you can't stop me, Hyperman. So they're not even pretending like they're not, you know, DC Comics. You know, uh, and parents they're in Washington DC, so they're in DC. Yeah. You know, and they're uh, calling and them DC's greatest heroes. DC's greatest heroes, yeah. right? You know, so <laughs> you know this is where they call them. You can't stop me, Hyper Man. You know, or he might even be Doomsday. He, it's like a combination between Bizarro and Doomsday. That's what I thought. 
Yeah, so it could be because Doomsday is always Hulk anyway. So Hyperion decides to end the fight and just Heat Vision bullets him. I'm pretty sure this is when uh, Eli said, fuck this, I'm out, I'm done. (laughs) He said he had to do it 12 times. Yeah, how many times he had to kill him? Right. So many times before he stayed dead. Oh, and then the thing was, he didn't holler for God when he did. He hollered for Steve when he was getting yeah, shot. So man. yeah, I love that part. I love yeah. that man. So so now that's done. So now we go here. Oh oh, and this is the part we talking about. So this is where they they just have a newsprint where Peter Parker did get bitten by a spider, did turn to a spider, and broke all his legs, all eight of them. You know. Yeah. So whatever. <laughs> and then uh, some kid wrote a uh, a story about Steve Rogers, and he gave him a C. <laughs> you know, yeah. then straight out flunk him, but you know, you know, so like that. So, uh, oh, and he sons dip also Superman reference, all star Superman reference, yeah, 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 yeah. with the American flag in there, also, yep, yeah, the best so. Superman book, in my opinion. All right, so we're still in Mishima High School, and I, I'm gonna just speed through this because at the outside, there's this bum sitting outside. But here's the thing, and, and I, I don't know if we got this covered, noticed this or something like that, <laughs> but the thing is, getting close to this guy makes Hyperion weaker. Yeah, he can't use his X-ray vision on him. It don't work on him. He stands next to him. He gives him a handshake. He like, what the fuck? That shit hurt, you know. Yeah, uh, and he then squeeze his hand and shit. Yeah, he squeezed his hand right, and then I he thought, just taking off. I thought this was Thor at first, but yeah, I thought it was too. But then after I thought about it, when I saw this, so apparently Blade is Dracula now. Yeah, I don't know what the what's king going of the He there. never had super speed and could what speed. what. Whatever. It's a fake universe. It doesn't matter. So anyway, (laughs) he basically talking to him and basically tell him, okay, you read. He was like, yeah. And then, you know, he's got, it's it's Captain America. Because the last episode of issue one, he freed him from the ice. So now Captain America is in this world. What's the belt buckle? What's Cap's belt buckle? ABA? Was that a reference? It's got to be a reference. I I searched. ABA? Mortal Mortal Kombat. I don't know. ARA? I don't know know if it's, Yeah. (laughs) Y'all, but, y'all want to tie this shit to Fox News so bad. I do. Bro. I want to tie all this. <laughs> yeah, it's alt-right Superman. <laughs> and when he gets close to what America actually is supposed to be, the embodiment of the actual American ideal, Steve Rogers, he gets weaker. Just like the fictional ideals that the alt-right is pushing in terms of America. Now, I don't know that, if Aaron, That's deep as fuck. That's deep as fuck. I don't fuck. know if Aaron is going that deep. I don't want to get Alan Moorish, Watchmen, on everybody. But <laughs> it feels like that's what Aaron is trying yeah. to do here. Yeah, like like Hyperion is trying to bury the truth about American history. Like that's why he's a history teacher and he's whitewashing American history. It reminded me of uh, that episode of The Simpsons when everyone's the, the kids are getting out for summer break, and the the teacher goes, "Hey, I didn't tell you how World War II ended. We won." <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, USA, USA." <laughs> yeah. So. All That's right. what I, I so, did. I did get that strong. Yeah, this is Fox News. This is them protect. It's like what they're doing. Back to the Capitol attack. You know, now yeah. oh, those are those are patriots, and they were actually fighting for democracy and all this all this crap. That, you know what Fox News is doing? They're trying to like spin it, spin the bullshit. Yeah. You know. That's I mean, are, are, are doing, we yeah. reading? Are we reading too much into this? Isn't this just a thirty-page toy commercial? And it's all it's supposed to be. It feels uh, like that at one. At another point, it feels like Jason Aaron is wanting to write a DC comic because contractually he's obligated to work for Marvel for the rest of his life. But it also <laughs> feels like, yes, Jason Aaron is doing deep shit on his Thor run. It was all about a god dealing with atheism. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. His Thor run. If you look deep yeah. into it. I mean, okay. uh, I'm glad you've seen it too, Taylor. So I mean, yeah, he like the goddamn that book that he does. The go- holy oh my shit, gosh, he, it's great. 
what he he tears apart Christianity in that on that whole book. But I didn't think this was that deep. I mean, I think it was very it wasn't subtle at all. I thought it was very in your face. There's all the references, the politics was very in your face, you know. Yeah. So. But at the same time, a lot of people still miss it. Even though it's in your face, because like I said, it's in dressed up colorful superheroes. Yeah, there'll be people like saying, "Oh, Hyperion's so awesome, <laughs> dude." What I'm hearing from people—it's Rorschach I'm, all over again. <laughs> what I'm hearing from people is they're bitching that Hyperion is having all these outrageous feats, that he's one-off soloing Ultron, that he's flying through Galactus's head, and it's like, man, y'all are looking at all the fireworks, but you're missing the actual well, first off, like things said, that are being communicated. Right, because first of all, it's a made-up world. And, yeah. I mean, not just saying it's a made-up world, but I'm saying they made up this world however yeah. they want to. So, of course, they can have Hyperion punching through everybody and solding everybody. Cause, Isn't that part of it? The lie of the alt-right? We can do right. all of these amazing things that you know are unrealistic, but half of the country okay. believes anyway for some re weird reason. Wow, yeah, you're going, you're deep diving. I mean, I don't know this, if I should I be going this comic deep. was supposed to go this deep. I don't think yeah, it's supposed man. to be analyzed and broke yeah. down like this. It's not invincible. It's not well, invincible. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's all i'm saying um, but like i said what, what would you think clip like i said what'd you think about all this gomer you went deeper than namor and aquaman <laughs> <laughs> uh, i read it and i do see i see the references but i you know like i can say i just read it for fun um I don't know if you guys watched that Avengers Assemble cartoon with the squadron. The, the same plot. The same plot. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The same yeah. plot. It's yeah. the exact same plot. And this is the problem with Marvel. Marvel <laughs> rewrites the same shit every other year. Yo. Every year is a cataclysm. Every freaking year. So that's, that's what, what, that's what, I, what I said that in the comic or in the comments like the other day. I was like, all these nerds are gonna, you know going to use this book to pretend that they're not reading the same story over and over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was saying, but the way Jason Aaron is writing the story, is Jason Aaron a genius? That's what I'm saying. Because I don't writer. know if he's a genius or if he's just lucky. I don't know, hey. but I'm just saying because, like I said, the references that you're breaking down in this story, it's there. I see it. It was yeah. there in the first well, issue. It's like the, but boy. it's a, the boys does the same shit, you know? It's just, but but yeah, the thing is, but, the, but people see it with the boys. People know what they're getting with the boy. There are people just reading the story, and it all this other shit that's just flying over the head. They just like, I just want to see Doctor Doom turn his joke and not just punch people. Yeah. Get that? I'm good, and don't think twice about it. Leroy, you know what this is? This is Marvel's attempt to write a Watchmen story. I agree, 100. percent Yeah, you're, I, you're I, never going to be it. able to go as deep as Alan Moore was able to go in Watchmen. Right. Never. And, and Jason Aaron, I knew Jason when I lived in Kansas City. Oh, cool. Damn. He's 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 a guy just like he's like us, but the thing about it is he got his foot in the door. Somebody like that's all it is. His run on Thor went from wow to uh. Yeah. <laughs> you go too like that's yeah. how his Avengers run is now. So yeah, yeah. yeah I, I've been enjoying his Avengers run, but not for the same yeah, reasons yeah. I'm enjoying this. You know. Well, like, oh, like, so you enjoy me more than what I expected. Yeah. I guess you're reading all the tie-ins yeah. if you're enjoying. I am. I'm, it's four. There's four books for this next week. Four. Well, that's what This is gonna be. Done. That's why I said Leroy. If you're okay. gonna read these, I'll read okay. them because they're gonna be done by next month. 
Okay, yeah. I'm doing a shameless plug. Anybody want to know about all those tie-ins? Go listen to this Geeks and Comics with <laughs> yeah. Gomer because he's going to break that shit down. We have a Heroes Reborn segment while the right. event's going on. Yeah, whole segment. Like, That's where we get our 45 minutes from, long. You know? It is, man. <laughs> oh. Look at the City of War file, the Reborn. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, uh, all right. Can we move on to the next part? Is there another part? Oh, it's the unboxing. The unboxing. We have to the box. What's in the box? In the box. So, right. we, so if this show blows up, you know why. Let's go ahead and throw <laughs> shout out to let's let the nah, my boss, boss wouldn't do nothing like that. Man. Yeah, we, we go with the boss. So like shout out to my boss. Like I said, uh no one listen. He messages us after every single show. Let's know what he like. Always says he's wearing our swag. He's wearing, he's wearing comic swag. book bully shirts. That's the that's his son, and I think his dad, or I'm not really sure, but he he bought we don't own shirts. But they have shirts. So that should tell you something like that. I get shirts bonfire.com. I bought slash myself a comic book bully hoodie. So. <laughs> Just you I did. And, I, and yeah. I plugged you. I never did. So here we There's go. There's links to that merch. I know y'all always forget at outrightgeekery.com. There are links to where you could buy yep. CVB merch. Thank Got you, my, yeah, yeah, my boss, hey, right Gomer. before the show, my boss messaged me, Gomer. yo, yo. I want a shirt, Gomer. I, I'm not selling them. It's through a third party. Well, hey, I want a shirt that says "Comics and Fish Fry." <laughs> uh, this is a good time to pimp that Kickstarter too, Eli. That you keep forgetting about. Oh, that's right. oh, okay. Go, we do without you, man. Half the I know, shit we want, man. I know. If I was watching live, I could, I would put the links in every time. But y'all do yeah. it at like four in the fucking morning. So this, uh, yes. Um, there's this Kickstarter I'm a part of. It's it's uh, a Native American Native Realities, I think they're called. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing this graphic novel full of werewolf stories, all done by Native artists and writers. Um, we are we have a Kickstarter. It's called the Howl. Um, I'll okay. I'll put it on the page and um, share it out. We there's different milestones. The basically the more money we raise, the more stories, the bigger the book can be. It's so, a great um, way yeah. to do this sort of anthology sort style book, man. It's a great yeah. Kickstarters don't usually do it like that. And it's great that that they're doing it like yeah. that. Yeah. Jeffrey Varegi's got, I think, in it. Um, we got some of the people that worked on that Marvel's Indigenous Voices book is in it. Um, yeah, Stephen Graham Jones, who's like a native horror novelist, he's got some stories in it. Um, and yeah, and I I got a little short thing that I Hoping to get in it too. If and it's get, easy in for the yet. digital. I think it's like five bucks for the digital book. It's easy in, man. Yeah. So there's different there's different tiers. So yeah, go check it out. I'll post it to the bullies page. It's called the Howl Kickstarter. Give us, you know, help us out if you can. So Big anyway, Willie. I got my that's your I next got, oh. that's your next interview right, right there, Big Willie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Just get him in with the other 12 you have going on that same day. You know, make him number 13. I'm pretty right sure after he's this. like right after I'm this, pretty- I'm gonna be on Big Willie's show. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he double booked the other day and just had both of them on in the same show. Both creators. <laughs> you motherfuckers didn't even know each other. We just knocked this out at the same yeah, time. It was nuts. All right, so let me uh, show you some stuff my boss got us. So he got this. What is this? Uh Endangered Species, Chapter One, X-Men, Mike Carey. I don't know this book. I don't think I read this one. Uh, what what is this going? Uh, let no, me, let me I know that book. The the uh, the uh, I want to say that the artist on that book is native. 
Really? Oh, so because I've seen this guy like all the time. Yeah, I'm not sure. Telling us, he'd be telling us to read, like, give us suggestions on books to read and stuff like that. Yeah. Send us uh, articles and stuff. So yeah, I'll definitely check this. I got some something fragile. It looks like something in bubble wrap and shit. Don't break it. Okay, so I got shit. Let's see. Blow this up while you getting yours. Oh, it's a it's a bottle or something. Oh, uh, Batman glass. Got a Batman glass. Cool. Oh, nice. We Rat bastard root nice. beer. Check oh, that hold on. out. Let me, let me get you. Let me get you. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Rat bastard root beer. I got a bottle. Tastes like a son of a bitch. Hell yeah. I, oh. I am a root beer fan. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah. All man. right. Hell let's yeah. see what we got here. Is uh, uh electronic football. Electronic oh. football. Classic. That's oh, you that Star Lord was playing in. <laughs> in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> okay, Let's I got see. a looks like a card here. All right, hold on, let me get you. Holy wow, it says. And it just says, Eli, congratulations on your 200th episode of Comic Book Bullies. On behalf of all CBB Nation, here's a small thank you for the service you and Leroy have put together for the comic world. A special thank you for enlightening us with all your focus on independent comics and the world of Native American origin in spin. Uh, personally, I want to thank you for getting us through these times during the Rona, key celebrity passings, and just a great distraction from what's been all around us. Your consistency, discipline, preparation is much appreciated. Wishing you much success in the future. And let's do this again for 300. Always stay red and stay black. So, yeah, he always throw at the end. Stay red, stay black. Right. Yeah, thank you, my boss. You are the shit. No, I, 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 this is like Christmas, man. Gomer, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Yes, Hellfire I didn't God. even get one of those. Hellfire Gala. See, yeah, we were going to review this. One of those. We were going to review this other day, but I was like, you know what? We ran out of time. Damn. So yeah, it's it's got it all it's in all there. It's all the fashion. It's Manifold. got all, the, all that yeah. dope fashion. <laughs> I had to buy the digital copy. I had to buy the digital copy. The of digital that. copy is free, but yeah, I know. I know. Uh, yeah, I didn't get my shop didn't get freebies. Hold on, I got some. Uh, I got some uh, Moon Knight two hundred. Moon Knight, really? Nice. I can barely hear you guys all of a sudden. Nice. Oh, you, you did. I, we we hear you. Somebody got kids in the back. I don't know. I don't know whose kids are back there. But let's see. I got some uh, chocolate. <laughs> and uh, you're a oh. deli too. That's the good stuff. Did you gain? Okay, I got another. I got another present. Oh, I got an electronic football too. We go ahead, cool. ahead, Leroy. You guys can play We're gonna online. Play. We're gonna play online. <laughs> <laughs> Live stream, Twitch stream. We're on Twitch right now. Nobody knows it except me, I guess. <laughs> comic, comic news. Okay, I got another What's book Twitch? here. Isn't that the guy spawned? <laughs> oh. Hold on, I got the root beer too. I got the root beer. Oh, I got, uh, I got the Hellfire Gala too. You got the hellfire guy. Okay, so oh, we got nice. the same. We pretty much got the same stuff. So okay. Yeah. This Dead of oh, Geek uh, magazine. And got that one too. News, got that one. News newspaper and stuff. Okay. 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 What else? In another box of tune up for turn up for two hundred. It says this. Because I'm pretty sure whatever you got in there, I got. I think I just. Oh, Batman glass. Batman, we got the same thing. Okay. Okay, cool, man. Sweet. That's dope. I actually got a collection. I, I bought a Godzilla uh, root beer mug the other day. 
Thanks. So I actually I got a storm shadow. This is this is gold with all my glasses that I got. All right. So yeah. Uh, pretty much yeah. That's that's it. Like my boss loaded us up. So yeah. Yeah. So early Christmas present. Yeah, throw him at the one more time. I'm pretty. He always just catch this show later on, so I'm pretty sure he'll see it. He'll appreciate everything. Throw him up there one more time. Where are you, my boss? Boom. Okay. So, like I said, shout out to my boss. Always message afterwards. Anybody else want to message afterwards? Whatever you got to say about, you know, hit us up. Cliff hit us up all the time. Gomer pretty much lives in the inbox, so it's no big deal. So yeah. Uh yeah. Like I said, let's go ahead and wrap this bad boy up. Like I said, appreciate number two hundred. Uh, I got some big shit I want to do for 201, but I didn't want to do it here because we had so much shit we had to do. So appreciate everybody showing up. I'm going to let everybody sign it at one time. Like I said, this is Leroy. Oh, let me see who we got here. Okay. This is Gomer. And Cliff. And your fat T. And Eli. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. Yeah, 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 yeah. No matter, no matter how long, no matter how long it takes me. Spiling up, just like a rich nigga staircase. No fly zone, please stay the fuck out my airspace. Niggas say things behind backs that they wouldn't dare say. No, it's on sight when I see you, I'm working at Squarespace. Yeah, top of the morning, I know that you thought I was dormant. Woke up early from shots that were swarming, a block from the outside, the cops in the orbit. Cause somebody got popped, now they knocking on doors, trying to find an informant. But I ain't seen Nathan, I'm minding my business, as God is my witness, the weapon gon' prosper that's forming against me. Nigga, I'm starving, he miss me. Know when I'm done with these songs, you gon' miss me. John Moran, I'm on my grizzly. You niggas just cuz, but no, not the ones in the big leagues. After the fall off, I promise I'm coming and selling our Wrigley's. Nigga, I'm just a product of poverty, full of narcotics to profit off quickly. My family tree got a history of users that struggle with demons, not really the hustler instincts. Therefore, often my pockets was empty. So while some of my partner was serving up rocks on the corners of project assemblies, me, I was starting to envy. Wanna be on the top where it's plenty. Wanna be in a spotlight where every bitch want me, like Rihanna dropping new Fenty. What I see in the sky, the villas are silly, can't reach up too high. Evidently, nah, shit. I can't reach up too high. Evidently, never seen a one driving a Bentley. I can't be out here mopping up Wendy's. My life is all I have. My rhymes, my pen, my pad. And I done made it out to struggle. Don't judge me. What you saying now won't budge me. Cause where I come from, so often people you grow with laying in a coffin. But I done made it through the pain and strife. Is my tongue now my world, my life, my life? Say what? The stuff that I seen got me traumatized. I let the K go when Johnny died. Swinging them motherfuckers side to side. We don't participate, ain't with that squash shit. All we believe in is homicide. I got a good heart, so I send teddy bears every time we make their mamas cry. 
I pray that my past ain't ahead of me. Twin when I'm in love, I love heavily. If you betray me, you dead to me. Twin I disrespect you respectfully. I got some partners who left this earth. Maybe the pain made a better one. Just know that they secrets is kept with me. I feel like the streets is in debt with me. I gave my heart away to all the dog hoes, cause that's who it set to me. Twin I blame my pops for that shit, cause if he didn't fail, he could've corrected me. Twin Give all the props to my mama, cause no matter what, she always protecting me. I promise you it ain't no checking me. Jump in the water, get wet with me. Twin you want my money, I wanna have sex with me Can't let the arts of the law get the best of me I get the answer and you get the test of me I see chicken, you niggas is breasting me Planted a seed, but it ain't a sesame Can't let you niggas or bitches grow next to me My life is all I have My rhymes, my pen, my pad And I done made it out the struggle, don't judge me What you saying now won't budge me Cause where I come from so often People you grow with laying in a coffin But I done made it through the pain and strife It's my time now, my world, my life, my life